for everyone out there who's wondering why are they taking so long to to make this game it's because they were doing research and they were stuck in florida because there's so much to research when it comes to florida man and florida woman they went to florida to research got mugged and got stuck there for a while (laughs) it took them like six years to get back Every it was the alligator that mugged them. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they made a build of uh, GTA 6, a, a, an alligator would come out of the bushes and eat the server. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, we are live. Woo! We told I I totally didn't plan to that through very good because I had to take a piss right before we started. <laughs> Oh, that's where you went. <laughs> yes, I, I had to go very, very quickly. But hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 42 of Anime Club After Dark's WTF series. A chance for us to get together live and talk about things outside of the anime world that have been on our minds lately and to answer your questions from our Discord server. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And tonight I have our czar of source material, John. Beards gang. I'm Beards gang. Right? Natai so doesn't lazy. know what he's missing. I haven't shaved in like two months because I've just been lazy. <laughs> I need to shave under here. I got a little bit of the neck beard thing going on, but it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't shave during winter because it's natural insulation, actually. So it's true. It's true. Uh, and we got. Did you even give yourself a nick? Oh, you did. Sore throat, coon. Chinoda is also here. Yeah, I might have caught something. Hopefully not. Oh boy, <laughs> it's the, it's the Rona, isn't it? You got the Rona. God, I hope not. He's I got really Rona. hope not. That'd be scary. <laughs> By the way, I, I hope you guys realize, but this episode mm-hmm. is the answer to everything. 42. 42. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. long, and thanks for all the fish. What a great book series. Seriously, if uh, you guys haven't uh, read uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, um, I've only the seen entire the series, not just the first book, but the entire series, go read it. It is... <laughs> I will say, John, the movie, the movie is good, but the book series is really good. No, the movie surprisingly captured it really well. That's where I first uh, got introduced to it. Then I uh, heard it was based off of books. I checked out the books. I'm like, holy shit, this is some of the greatest writing I've ever, ever read. This, it's 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 got a lot of witty funny writing in it i like it a lot um before we actually get into it and we're going to start off obviously with uh, doing discord questions first i do want to remind everyone uh, if you like what you see here do uh like comment subscribe all that good stuff um to let youtube know that you like what you see and want to see more uh i don't do beards it feels uncomfortable for me in my opinion i mean hey it's each their own beards are what they are i like it i think i look way better with a little bit of hair on my face but i think when i don't have hair on my face I look like a giant thumb <laughs> i don't it's like beards, but also i don't like doing anything <laughs> so you don't like shaving no mm. so, yeah, so at a certain point it gets too long and it's like ugh, now i have to do the other routine where i have to use an electric razor first mm. and then i got to use the actual blade and then it's just like oh it's too much effort to get smooth Bro, I only ever trim. I don't ever actually shave. Oh, I'll shave. It'll make me look like I'm freaking 20 years old again. <laughs> nice. 
I guess that's good for some people. Uh, but yeah, let's get into uh, our Discord questions for uh, this WTF. The first one, actually, I think all of these questions come from one of two people. It's either going to be Classy Ulysses or New Vegas Savior. And I think, I, I think I've got these lined up where they enter, like, interchange. So one will go first and the second one. So the first question does come from Classy Ulysses. It says, what is your favorite costume from any live action? Uh, comics to screen or manga slash anime to screen. I guess what's your favorite like costume or, or uh, wardrobe effects? Okay. Um, the joke answer is the Batman with the nipples. Batman forever, I think. Bat nipples. Right? <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> trying to think of character design. We know. We know you're a big fan. You're always asking us questions. <laughs> I genuinely um, love Iron Man's outfit from the MCU. It's such a stereotypical answer, but seriously, it looks so fucking cool. And I'm remember, just to think of like, what's a really cool character design that I'm just like, dude, that's so cool. Like, I'm trying because I, I I can come up with a lot of different answers for like comic book live action adaptations. I'm trying to think of like an an anime live or anime or manga live action adaptation where I that's a lot more costumes, limited, <laughs> right? Or I genuinely thought the costumes actually crossed over really well. Um, I mean, for as much as I might shit on it, and I and I, I will shit on it, I do think that the costumes in the One Piece live action adaptation did kind of transfer over pretty good. Oh, they were excellent. Yeah, from what I was able to see, um. I'm trying to think of okay oh, oh, oh yeah oh, oh. and armor was really cool yeah i i got one um the don't hate me for this the death note live action the ryuk uh on there he looked awesome though wasn't that legitimately that's, that's, like that's a ryuk. cg model though that's not a costume yeah i'm like oh hi mom my mom is in the comments <laughs> hi oh, judy hi mom <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of um no in in the live the recent one right from Netflix. Or are you talking about the, yeah, the older yeah, yeah. one? The Japanese no, the live action one. Death Notes have some really good costumes in them. Okay, I got I got another one. I've got another one that you might actually hate me for actually liking. Um, I don't like the movie, but. I think the costume designs in the live, the American live action Ghost in the Shell were actually pretty good. Oh yeah, no, I've seen uh, lots of shots of it. The movie kind of sucks, but it can I... suck all at once. Like the you know, actual costume itself, actually not bad. I'm going to be completely honest here. I don't even remember the costumes because I don't care about that movie so much. <laughs> I don't blame you. Listen, I don't blame you. Uh, oh, oh, Classy Ulysses brings up a good point, and I have seen them. The Naruto stage play costumes are really, really good. Speaking of stage plays, I just, I don't know. YouTube was like, hey, you like Bochi the Rock. So they recommended mm -hmm. me to watch like the stage play adaptations. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? There's stage play adaptations? Yes, there, there are stage play adaptations of Bochi the Rock. And they're like doing live performances and stuff like that. And I'm just like, all right, these people who are doing the live performances can't sing that well. They can mm -hmm. sing. Okay. But they're, they're not like amazing. Like Kasoku band. Also, when they do the effects when like Bochi's freaking out, it just looks so bad. <laughs> Cause, <laughs> yeah. Cause it looks live it's, action. It's, it's like, it's funny it in good. 2d animation. Cause you can make the, like the glitch like, yeah, 
but like all she's doing is she's just like shaking on screen like this or on stage and i'm like <laughs> it looks so bad like hey, saying, is um... she is she acting or is she having a stroke <laughs> It's a fine line. It's a fine line. Uh, there's a um, at Universal what? Studios, New York. Really, I didn't know. <laughs> See, I'm surprised that we have anime um, stage plays in America at all. But I guess I if know, any right? place would do it, it would probably be New York or like L.A. <laughs> that there's makes sense. a um, Universal Studios in Japan. I saw recently. They started doing a. Um, I don't know if it's a ride or uh, like a stage play or like something you walk through and see or maybe it's a combination i don't know but they did uh, a thing with spyx family and um there's the costumes because i've seen video footage from that the costuming and that looks really good the acting in it is really good too for what it's being adapted from um oh i've also seen the resident evil uh stage play that one yeah they're all right i mean <laughs> it'd be pretty hard to mess up like rpd just tattooed on stuff spyx family dogens are great okay okay <laughs> calm down we are a family friendly channel calm down Ulysses. calm down all right Alex's so next... mother is here sir oh yeah Alex's mom is here don't snitch oh, boy yeah uh next question comes from uh new vegas savior what is your favorite inspiration for any anime or manga and the examples that he gives are like john titor from steins gate or D for a record of the lodges war i don't know what this question means but I'm assuming like inspiration, it, like an inspired like character or like plot point. I still don't understand what that means. However, whatever. The only thing on my mind after hearing the word inspiration is Chicago. <laughs> Your meaning in my life. You're, You're the inspiration. inspiration. Yes. <laughs> I like how it come, when it comes to like classic songs, you and I are have the exact same taste, John. Listen, and I'm my over dad, here like the fuck are you guys singing? Well, you're a baby. Who cares? My dad played a lot of this music and continues to play a lot of this music. Um, in his band, my dad's in a band, guys. Is it <laughs> it's a pretty famous band, band too? <laughs> but like, what ideas the creators use to make their stories? Oh yeah, I wouldn't know any of that. <laughs> <laughs> i mean have the john titor thing from steinsgate is actually a really good example it might be my favorite just because i really like steinsgate and how that's handled in it um i don't know um i guess the 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 uh the laughing man in the first season of the ghost in the shell anime series mm -hmm. uh being heavily inspired from the writings of jd salinger um, I really like that. Jesus Christ as Harley Davidson in, <laughs> in Bakuan. <laughs> yeah, the, the Harley Davidson is literally just Jesus. It's great. Yeah. I um Bakuan is is a weird show. Like you think you watch it for the girls and you don't. I watch it because it's actually about motorcycles and I think it's pretty cool. Um, it makes up plenty of funny fucking references. Like, again, Jesus Christ literally shows up and his name is Harley David San. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm all here for it. And then um, the Stig. Oh, yeah, the Stig. The, the, yeah. One of the girls is literally just the Stig from Top Gear. Yeah, literally, they, they reference the Stig all the time. <laughs> Some say. 
I like um okay I have an answer to uh, this question um I like a lot of the Dracula inspiration for Helsing. Okay, I mean yeah, I can definitely see there's a lot of Dracula inspiration in there. Um, I mean you could say the same thing about Castlevania. <laughs> I mean it's Dracula. Literally, both their their characters called Alucard, which is just Dracula backwards. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, inspiration or actual like what it's based on? Let's be honest. <laughs> All right. Well, so, for Castlevania, it's inspiration. No, no, it's oh, okay. it's just yeah, it's mar- directly just right. taken from it. I mean. Anyways, next question. I don't I don't think it's really much of an inspiration. It's just taken from it. So the next question, there's two questions that are kind of involved in this that are, are sort of related that I'm going to ask at the same time. One comes from Class Ulysses. The other one comes from New Vegas Savior. Uh, the one from Class Ulysses says, what story had a unique or promising premise, but the execution was terrible or half-assed? And sort of, the sort of related question um, from New Vegas Savior is, what idea or concept is the most interesting idea or concept from an anime or manga? Okay, uh, I've got plenty of anime that had a story that was unique or promising. Uh, first one being Guilty Crown. Mm. Um, Guilty Crown doesn't start off bad. It just goes in a different direction and does like a complete 180 in its story about episode 13. And then it just goes to shit because just like it has to for some reason. Everything Mention else. number 3,827 of John shitting on Guilty Crown in this podcast. <laughs> I hate Guilty Crown absolutely detest it because i suffered through it and i will never forgive guilty crown for its <laughs> aggressions um but yeah I, I think guilty crown itself the the premise of like the entire society and what it's predicated on works really well it's just that when you get halfway through it just like fuck it everything just goes to shit it's like oh we're just gonna just do everything and it, it's like oh it's fine it just has to happen there's no build up to it. It just happens. Just don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just wave your Freaking, hands and go away. And oh my shoes is just like the worst pro tag ever. <laughs> I like how everyone just just calls them that. It's... Yeah, guilty crowd to go one eighty. I don't know where like every other mug. Like yes, yeah, I like how like... he he wrote down one eighty nine. It's not even a one eighty. Well, I understood that he fat fingered the nine. It's right next to the zero. But I know. Yeah. yeah. It's because Guilty Crown in its first 13 episodes, it, it gives you like backstory of the, the world and all this stuff, right? And the powers. But it feels like a slice of life. Mm. Like comedy? Literally has a beach episode. And then you hit episode 13 and now it's like, oh, people are dying. There's a actual war and like genocide happening. And it's like, what? 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 The fuck? How does it go from like zero to exactly? Exactly. How does it go? Why? Why does it go do that? Your first thirteen episodes, it had nothing to do with that. It was just like, oh, war might be happening. Oh, this world's not as good as it used. It it could be, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, now we're walling the city off in genocide. Like, oh, okay, great. I've got, I've got one that is um, in the vein of like, it's an interesting idea on paper. Just the execution is bad. Uh, and you're going to roll your eyes when I say this, but redo a healer is a good idea done very, very badly. I don't think it was a good idea. As far I, as like... I, the idea of an evil healer so, is actually pretty cool. Okay, I, the, Evil healer, I, sure, but that's like a quarter of the... Okay, quite literally, there's a manga slash anime, I think it even got an anime 
about a healer who's like she won't heal you because she's sadistic as fuck mm. she'll only heal you after like you beg and plead so there already is a evil healer but it's kind of in the teasing genre more so than like the i'm <laughs> i'm walking the dark evil side of healer uh mm. but <laughs> redo healer is a top tier anime okay absolute top tier uh, in terms of like, because Redo of Healer is, I, I see it more as a, a revenge anime, uh, mm-hmm. and that's not really unique. Revenge anime or like things that happen to you and then you just like get revenge on them uh, have been around for a pretty long time. Because, you know, Berserk, I would say, is probably like one of those stories, even though the main focus isn't that in the like, that's what the initial goal is. Right. For guts yeah. like Griffith, it becomes like, something very different. But yes. Yeah. But uh, Upoblot is a perfect example of like a, a super edgy, like, oh, I'm going to get revenge on those bastards type of manga. And again, I'm very surprised Upoblot never got an anime because it's Yet. so edgy. Yet. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty old at this point. I don't know. And Man, um, the things that they're getting, they're getting anime adaptations now. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't. And there's like, there's plenty of like revenge manga that I've read. Uh, there's one that I, read already that's like this guy's his name is Raul 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 but basically Raul. Yeah, yeah, yeah he basically gets betrayed by uh his party but then he like somehow seduces the the goddess mm-hmm. to of reincarnation or whatever or rebirth or whatever the hell it was to like help him restart his life so he can get revenge on everyone and it's like super hardcore fucked up mm. like oh man I can't I, I I would we would get demonetized instantly if I mentioned what happens in the manga. <laughs> I'm waiting just... for the revenge manga story to be animated. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I've been reading that for a while too. And yeah. What's the TLDR on that? It's dude gets betrayed revenge. by his uh the heroic part. He's the hero and he gets betrayed by his party. So then he uh, when he gets betrayed by his party, he snaps and he somehow for gets the goddess of love, I believe her, is what she is to reincarnate him like at the be- uh, like to rewind time, basically. But with him with all his powers and memories from the beginning, then he just like slowly fucks over every person who fucked him over hmm. in the most like fucked up ways. Like there's a guy that he literally does. um he traps him in a mine prison and kills him like a thousand different ways. Holy shit. Yeah, oh, like, so it's like his... it's just like Itachi. Just... <laughs> he like rips out his guts in one. He makes like uh, these other people like freaking. Yeah, it's <sighs> it's not good. It's something that would it's make not good. Tarantino blush. It is something that <laughs> it is a revenge manga for the sake of revenge. Like it's revenge porn, quite literally. OK, OK. All right. Um, another scene. scene is cannibalism. Yeah. Oh, nice cannibalism. Nice. Yeah, there's like this family of hitmen, I believe they are, where he forces the. We're just listing forces... off war crimes at this point. <laughs> I don't remember if he forces the kids to eat the parents or par- forces the parents to eat the kids. I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> this is making look very tame. Yes, yes, this is a very edgy manga, and. I think it is going to get an anime eventually because it's pretty popular, but I'm not sure what network would want to put it on display because it's High pretty, dive. it's pretty gory. High dive. 
probably high dive. You'll get picked up by Sentai and get put on high dive because that's where all the super edgy stuff goes these days. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, this you got one, one has like been... a good idea that's half ass done. This has been uh talked to death already, but it's an easy one that I can just think off the top of my head. Promise Neverland. I hear that only the ending sucks. Yeah, the, the, the manga is good. It's the anime that sucks. Unfortunately, well, I've only no, watched the, the anime manga... and that's kind of killed anything for me. I, as far as, I, yeah, I know, Classy. He's fighting like Hades right now or some shit. Uh, or the god of death. I, I, I remember, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not up to date on it. I think I'm like two or three chapters behind, but he eventually goes and fights gods. <laughs> In, in the gonna in the punch edgy... God in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put that as an achievement in one of my um in my game. <laughs> it's gonna God be like in an, an ordinary stick, and when you pick it up, it's like defeat God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the achievement. <laughs> A plus one attack stick. <laughs> defeat God. <laughs> defeat God. Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, my wife tells me that uh, Promise Neverland's anime is apparently super terrible how it ends, but the manga yes. is slightly better, but it's still not that much better. Like, it's kind of like how uh, Soul Eater or um, what else was? I think it was Soul Eater. Those same... Dead Man Wonderland. That's the other one I was thinking of. Soul Eater like... has a terrible ending. Yeah, Soul Eater is goddamn awful. I disappointed. It's so my fucking life. sad. It's so sad because it's so it's good. So much potential. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, was it really good or see? We haven't done. I haven't done a retrospective on Soul Eater since high school. Since I finished reading slash watching, or yeah, reading it and then watching it. Yeah, but actually, Soul Eater might be a good uh, anime for us to do like a spoiler cast on at some point. Soul Eater spoiler cast twenty twenty four. Look yeah. forward to it. <laughs> like people are gonna be like, what? What is Soul Eater? <laughs> oh, I just remember when it when more. it first came out, everyone was, was like, "This is gonna be the Naruto killer man." Just yeah, yeah. watch, and I'm like, okay. Rising of the Shield Hero is a good premise, but bad act. Yeah, Rising yeah. of the Shield Hero is supposed to be a revenge story, and it just turns into just your stereotypical isekai. It with, really like, does. No, I'm watching fight. it still, it really has turned into that. Yeah, it's just better like, oh. executed, I will say, but it, it completely went away from revenge story. Yeah, that's like I'm not going to talk about Rising of the Shield Hero. I I hate it. <laughs> I hate on it, but I don't hate it as much as like I hate Guilty Crown. So. <laughs> you have a you have a reputation to maintain with guilty crown man listen i would box guilty crown if i could <laughs> <laughs> uh so kind of piggybacking off of new vegas savior's idea um about an idea or concept that is really interesting in anime and manga that may or that may have been done well hold on classy oh is, oh wow classy you want to fight you want to fight me? I didn't think Gate was terrible. Yeah, G Gate isn't awful. It's like a good like six and a half, seven out of ten for me. It oh, felt he's really go. hard after two episodes in. Chinoda has to go. He heard Gate, and he's got to go. <laughs> it's just fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't hate Gate. I mean, it, I think it gets a little bit repetitive because it's like depends on how far you are in the. Um, can I just say, Mom, after, man. like, the first two or three episodes, it becomes painfully obvious that it's just JSDF propaganda? Yeah. It, it, it is just JSDF propaganda. Whoever writes it just loves the JSDF. Oh, he's oh, back. Is he coming back? Is he coming back? back? I gotta see what he's got. He's got something. He's... <laughs> 
Did he bring back his Rory Docky Makara? Yeah, did you bring back your Rory Docky? What the hell? I just wanted to say, there's a reason I went and picked up the oh, Gate Collector's oh, Edition. Oh, oh, I fucking love Gate. Fuck off, Classy. It's great. Damn. It's 70% fan service and harem and 30% action. Yes, that is true. That is 100%. I it's would like 90% of Isekai. <laughs> Though it's a reverse isekai. It's not really a reverse isekai because they do go to a different world. It's oh, kind of a travel boat. back it's kind and of forth. Both. They come to ours and then we go to theirs. Yeah, they literally travel back and forth. <laughs> I just love that in this world where they have dragons, it's like, you know what beats dragons? Gun. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know what? RPG, I, bitch. <laughs> well, I, I find it very hard to imagine a world where dragons existed where we couldn't just destroy them with RPGs anyways or or heavy gunfire. So Let, let's be honest. If dragons are real, not only would human beings find a way to hunt them, we would hunt them to extinction for their leather. Or Sir, we wouldn't be hunting them for leather. We would be hunting for some other stuff. No one's going to fuck a dragon but you, Chinode. Yeah, uh, You'd be surprised. There's a lot Dude. more of us than you think. Dude. Jesus. It's just a giant lizard. You guys are gross. Go fuck sharks. <laughs> ah. But uh, not that kind of shark. <laughs> I have chosen my words. Mushy, mushy FBI. <laughs> hey, I saw an opening. I took it. Just like on Gura. I'm pretty sure Gura is like 30 something. But okay. That makes it better. Um, what what was the next question? Good idea. The, the question the question was like a concept or a premise that's a, a good idea and was done well. Good concept and was done well. Could yes, season one and two. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like <laughs> good the premise. setup, I loved it. The setup from the very beginning is done so well, and they play it through all the way to the end, and it's it's oh my god, I love Code Geass. Another anime we should do a spoiler cast on. And we well, I guess we have a long time ago, but we should do it again. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is it even relevant? Do people Is even care? Well, they keep making new seasons because apparently the two first two weren't enough. Alex, what are you talking about? There's so yeah, I know. There's only two of seasons Code of Code. I know, I know. There's only two seasons of Code Geass. We have we have established that they are known for hardened skills. What seals? What is that? What, what is that word you're trying to spell there? Or... I I don't, I don't know what that word is supposed to be. <laughs> I'm assuming it's seals. Itami as an MC is so bland. He's like mega OP. I know, right? He's like, <laughs> I understand that because. Quite literally, they're like, oh, yeah, Itami's special forces, though. They're like, what? Him? He, the dumbest fucking guy in the show? He's special forces? Can I just say... Like, no, no, of... that actually makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I know of... some of those guys. They in... are very fucking stupid. In, in terms Geniuses, of Isekai... But... In terms of isekai like or uh, MCs that are OP, like it's one thing I don't really like that much in isekai because I feel like it's so overdone. But one where it's done really well to a great effect is in Eminence and Shadow. Oh god! Oh, using the OP um, MC trait, yeah. Well, I think it's done well because it's almost played for laughs. It, no, is, it played is played for, for laughs. laughs. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, it is. Eminence for and laughs. Shadow is not serious whatsoever. That's why it's good. Scale. Well, I would is argue it is and it away. isn't. Like everyone else is so serious about the world and everything going on, 
except this except one fucker who's the most powerful fucker. Yeah. He's but like, it's just fuck you, I drop a nuclear bomb on you. What are you going to do, bitch? <laughs> Listen, if anyone out there hasn't seen Eminence and Shadow or knows nothing it. about it, it, I need you to understand. The show is about a man who decided I can't fight against nukes without learning how to shoot nukes myself. So he learns, he harnesses the power to shoot nukes. That's it. That's the whole story. That's it. That, that's the story. There you and go. The power of pure luck and bullshit is on his side and I also mean, against him. <laughs> is it really on his side? I don't really know. It's both on his side and it's not. It's, it's so fucking great comedy wise. All right, so next question uh, comes from New Vegas Savior. Who are your favorite side characters in video games? Who's my favorite side character in a video game? All right. Dom from Gears. He's not a side character. What? Isn't he a side character? I'm assuming by side character, uh, you mean like like not the the main player. player character. He's like the second player when you play with um yeah oh but god. that's if you're playing as you know second whatever player. oh my god who who's the first what's his marcus. name marcus marcus phoenix marcus phoenix yeah i was like who's the first player yeah dom is like your i, I guess he is a side character uh oh god his wife oh dude yeah story yeah. i i legitimately it's one of my favorite <laughs> no, all-time game i like stories. the gag characters um what is carmine it? Yeah, the is that the like the there's like seven twins or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, the um the brothers. Is it Carlos? Who are they? I don't hold remember. on. I gotta. I haven't played um, Gears in so long. I played Gears. I, I think four or five when it came out. Um, it was the one that was free on um Game Pass, and I was like, "Wow, Gears has really fallen off." <laughs> <laughs> so then I stopped. But I do remember um. The Carmine Bros. Yes. Yeah, it's the Carmine family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The gag character where like there's like a million of them and, <laughs> and everyone one of them dies. And I have played by Benjamin cause... Elizabeth Gary Fredo. Fredo? Sandman F R E D O. Not the Fredo. new one, the OG. It's like Frodo just misspelled. Um, I have I have an answer for this. So one of my I don't know if he's my favorite side character ever but he's certainly up there definitely into my top three and i i will i will now recite one of his more infamous quotes <clears throat> query can i kill him now master i would like ever so much to crush his neck just a little it is a long time <laughs> fantasy of mine hk47 from Let's star go. wars knights of the republic I love HK47 in those games so as soon funny. as you said query I'm like fucking HK <laughs> Also, think of... you hear that meat bag? I will be back. <laughs> There's a canon version of uh, HK called Mr. Bones. Uh, basically, his uh, programming comes from HK, and it is so fucking cool. And it's on a, a B1 battle droid, hmm. except it's made out of bones. It's so fucking cool. I can't recall any side characters at the moment. I really wish I looked at the doc beforehand to, to like, <laughs> so jog my memory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know, man. I have plenty of cool side characters I like in video games, but I can't remember any of them right now. Jason Todd from Batman Arkham Knight. Okay. Okay. 
because I'm only thinking of like recent video games. And I'm like, what am I playing? Genshin, freaking Project Sekai and Apex. Like there's three games I'm playing. And only Mr. like Bones is very sadistic. It's HK 47 in a nutshell, man. I'm trying to think if there's any other like side characters that have ever really stood out to me in games. Um, and I can't think of any off the top of my head. I, HK 47 just left such an indelible like mark on my memory when I played those games. Cause he's so unabashedly evil. <laughs> I like Otacon from the Metal Gear Solid series, him and snake having their bromances all the time. <laughs> It's just like a scene in one of my Japanese anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bad boys! I've acting. never played the Metal Gear games, and I know those lines. The bad boys acting is so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh man! All right, and so the last question we're going to get to. I really wish Natai was here for this question. It comes from Class Ulysses. Um, do you guys watch WWE? If so, then what is your favorite era, match, and superstar? First of Listen. all, I want to say Natai loves wrestling, professional wrestling of all kinds. If you ever want to talk to him, he has a his own personal channel in our Discord server. Tag him, ask him any question you want. I guarantee he knows the answer. All right, and he'll I, go into a whole episode about it. I only watched WWE when I was younger. Like we're talking fifth grade and below. Mm. <laughs> and the only person I knew or really liked was the undertaker just because mm. like uh, his choke slam was just like crazy. He'd always come out on stage and to be so fucking edgy. Um, last ride to hell. It was a really cool move in my opinion. I really also liked Steve, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin because the Stone Cold Stunner was fucking yes. hilarious. He kicks you in the nuts and then turns around and just like, <laughs> like it's so funny. I mean, I, I'll give I'll give him this. He played that character of a pissed off Texas redneck really well. <laughs> oh, dude, have you seen his documentary where he talks about like when he first started wrestling? He he was poor. They weren't paying him yet. He was doing backyard mm-hmm. wrestling, and like he used to eat. He would go to the because he he was so broke. He lived in a trailer, I believe. Uh, he went to the store and he bought like a bag of potatoes and just ate them like raw because he couldn't Dang. have he couldn't afford to cook them. Dang, it's crazy. Wow. That, that is poor. Bro, no, that yeah. is poor. No, I haven't seen that. I probably should. Uh, yeah, and like it, when he broke out as Steve Cold, Steve Stone Cold, Stone Steve, Cold Austin. Steve Austin. Uh, that's when he got like he started making money and stuff, and he's a pretty cool guy. Um, I'd drink I a beer say, if he made one. <laughs> I'd drink his beer. I, yeah. Um, I think he I, actually does have a beer now. I think it's called like Stone Cold Brew or something. Yeah. Um, I grew up watching. I don't really watch wrestling anymore. Um, but I watched wrestling in like the mid and late '90s. So I kind of grew up during the Attitude Era of WWE, which was great because it's some of the best stuff you ever saw. Um, uh, my probably favorite wrestler back then. I hate to say it. It was probably The Rock. Um, I, I can't do the. Yeah. I can't do the eyebrow. The eyebrow. <laughs> also, fun fact: The Rock was on Star Trek Voyager. Was wait, it? What? Yeah, uh, huh. he's on an episode of Star Trek Voyager, and he played. He played to his strengths. He played a wrestler. <laughs> to my knowledge, the internet hates him now because of the fires in Hawaii. I, yeah, I don't understand the, wait, the hate that much. I, I've heard that. I don't know. I don't know. Him and Oprah like teamed up to do something, and I can they... tell you one hundred percent based on how he looks right now, he is definitely on the juice. You can, that is not natural. 
yeah, I don't. As far as I know, after the the Maui fires, him and Oprah partnered up to do something, and people were pissed off about it because, like, I think it's was like it a some scam? charity they hooked up with that turned out to be a scam or something. I don't, I don't really remember. I just know that the internet hates him now, and I'm like, whatever. The internet hates people. The internet is so fickle. <laughs> I know. Like, all you gotta do is like put one toe like in the water when someone says don't do it. And they're like, you're a bastard, and we need to kill you. But um. I also know that in apparently in the rocks contracts, he can never die on screen and he has to be like a cool action hero. Damn. He better hope he never dies in the ring. It's going to break <laughs> his own contract. Uh, I just know that like in most of his movie contracts, it, like actually in every one of his movie contracts, it's like that. Hmm. Like, he can't be seen losing a fight or anything like I that. I think either. he's definitely, he's definitely the most successful wrestler that's crossed over into mainstream acting. That's for sure. Well, the cracks started to appear when um, Black Adam, the movie that he stars in, where he's the main character, he's mm. he's Black Adam. Uh, it didn't do very well at all, and he was hyping the f- crap out of it, and people were like, "Your movie kind of sucked, dude." And he he was so he aghast. took it personally. He couldn't he, he take did. the fact he, that people were criticizing the movie. Yes, uh, and he was just like making up lies about how well it was doing when it's like we we have the box office numbers, Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> We have the numbers, Mason, and this is what they mean. <laughs> yeah, so I do remember. Uh, <laughs> do, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, you know, can you know? Going back to that just for a second, it, it's amazing to me how so many people, and, and this isn't just a Hollywood thing. This is like creative types in general today. They can't take criticism of their work even if it's valid criticism it's like no what i made is perfect and if you don't think so then fuck you like it's such a like contrast to how it used to be and i'll give you a good example of what i mean i'm I'm gonna reference star trek again i'm sorry but there's two particular episodes of star he's not sorry i'm not don't believe him not sorry he loves talking about star trek there's two episodes of star trek one from voyager one from enterprise where the people star wars i sleep Star Trek, real shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people who wrote those episodes realize how bad they were, not just from the fan reaction, but they're humble enough to realize these were fucking bad and they never should have been made. That they came out and said, "Yeah, they're really bad. We're sorry. We just don't consider them canon." <laughs> Damn, that's uh. I don't know. I feel like creative types not being able to take criticism isn't anything new. I just think that with a with social media as it is nowadays, it's just a lot more open to the public when people prevalent, get upset yeah. by these things. Yeah, it's more prevalent. before you used to would just bitch to your friends at lunch about like all these haters and people don't understand. Now you go to take to Twitter and you do it. And then, and then everyone else goes like, no, that's a bad take. Like, yeah, and then, L, then the L take L take <laughs> the, the people, the people who make it see all that. And they're like, rawr, rawr, rawr. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if you're if you're a creative type and you make something that a lot of people are saying in fact a vast majority of people are saying are bad maybe it's bad and you should like take that and learn from it <laughs> yeah apparently it's uh much harder for people yeah. to in, indeed indeed class ulysses cough last jedi cough yes cough the entire sequel trilogy cough yeah yeah really though <laughs> Again, maybe I'm going to watch Star Wars. I'll watch all nine of them, and then I'll be like, you know what? The sequels were the best ones. I'm going to be oh, a contrarian. God. Fuck you guys. God, no. <laughs> I know they that in terms up. of effects, uh, the sequels obviously are better because they, you know, the CG they all date the hell. my like, 
Yeah. Well, they date them by like 30, 40 years. So. Yeah. <laughs> In about 30 or 40 years, they'll look awful because the CGI will be bad. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, that's that's the last of our questions. I, I For the, the, the WWE stuff and any wrestling questions you have in general, ask Natai because he will talk yeah. with you for hours about wrestling in our Discord server. Yeah, I can only remember it fondly as like when I when when it was just um was it Raw and WWE? Yeah. I think that was the only things around. Yeah, that was like every Monday you got to see Raw and it was like a continuing storyline that you could follow. Yeah. Monday crazy. night. Raw Monday Raw. night. All right. So uh let's get into what we're actually gonna talk about uh for this WTF. Um I feel like the first thing I want to talk about, I feel like I can spin into something that Shinoda wants to talk about. So I'll talk about this. Earlier this week, the GTA 6 trailer finally dropped. It's real. I promise. I knew it was real. I never. It's like Santa. I believed and it came true. <laughs> Not I'm like very... we didn't have a massive leak about it uh, a couple months ago. I know, right? I didn't even see any of those leaks. Mm, I'm impressed, actually. Yeah, Bro, as much as they were kind of everywhere. I <laughs> I don't pay attention to anything on the internet. I don't care. (laughs) I've, I've come to the realization that my life is a lot happier and better. The moment I quit Reddit. (laughs) Understandable dude. Like all Reddit is, is just people farming clout, botting, showing off porn or just trying to make your fucking day bad. I I feel like you could say that about a majority of social media though, not just Reddit. Oh yeah. I, I quit Facebook like a year or two after no yeah like literally a year after i graduated high school i quit facebook i said fuck this this is horse shit everyone just bitches about stuff and they don't really care about anything they're just doing stupid like ooh, woe is me i'm like i don't give a fuck about any of this <laughs> the like, florida man trailer. yes that's exactly what the gta trailer was the florida man trailer yeah i'm i'm excited they're going back to vice city or um yeah, yeah vice, vice city, city right yeah, yeah the, it's apparently it's not just going to take place in Vice City. It's going to take place in the whole fictional state of Florida within the GTA universe, which is called Leonida. Hmm. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, uh, watching the trailer, I was very impressed with the population density. That looks like it's in-game engine. It all. Oh, yeah. So uh, Rockstar has a history, especially since um, GTA 3 of doing all their trailers. It's all in- rendered in-game engine. It looked beautiful, and I'm just like... Now, because it's a trailer, though, you can put a shit ton of post-processing effects to make things look way better. Oh, absolutely. Take it with a grain of salt. Like, trailers look better for a reason. It's post-processing effects. But if they keep that population density while in-game, I'm not sure how the consoles are going to be able to handle that. Like, that's... Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of PCs, even with modern specs, that would struggle... Uh, well, it depends on how complex your AI is for your NPCs, because that's what um causes your CPU to like overload. Mm-hmm. Like, a, for example, in Seven Days to Die, uh, oh, RP the senior programmer too. He just died recently. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but in Seven Days to Die, there the AI on each zombie is super complicated because it has like a bunch of tasks it has to do. So it bogs when there's more than like 20 zombies spawned in at once. It bogs down your computer by a shit ton. Mm. So it depends on how complex that is. We, we we saw that live and in person in one of our streams we did. Yeah. <laughs> when there were like 30 zombies on stream, my computer's like, I don't know how to handle this, man. You're on your own. 
Yeah, because the, the AI is too complicated. There's too much math going on in your CPU, so it freaks the fuck out. But I, I don't think GTA has ever had complex AI in it. Like, I think it has very basic AI for at least the pedestrians. Yeah. But I, I take that with a grain of salt because the last Grand Theft Auto I played was... um, Was it Vice City? No, it was Vice City Stories on the uh, oh. PSP. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say it was uh the... <laughs> What's that one? The uh, oh my god, GTA three. That takes GTA, place in Liberty City. That takes place in Liberty City, but uh no, the the California one. Um, uh, San Andreas. San Andreas, yeah. I was like, I played that one on PS two, but on my PSP, I played uh, Vice City Stories. Hmm. And <laughs> Phil Collins makes a surprise appearance in that game, by the way. Wait, yeah. What? Also, in the in the yes. GTA six trailer, they use a uh, Tom Petty song. I was surprised about that. Yeah. Uh, in in Vice City. St- stories in the psp version uh phil collins is like the last mission is protecting phil collins at a concert <laughs> so it's very 80s thing to do right you're you're like in the rafters and people are trying to assassinate phil collins and so you're just killing people on top of the stage <laughs> while he's singing <laughs> i can feel it coming in the air tonight <laughs> <And> you're like <laughs> what is, what nice is yeah, it's so funny. And Phil Collins does actually uh voice himself in the game. He shows up and does like a line of coke. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it seems like Phil Collins, yeah. <laughs> it's I'm wondering because cool. cause Tom Petty went on to social media and was like really hyping this up. And like I'm wondering if he's gonna feature in the game somehow. Probably. That'd I hope they, cool. they revisit their roots because like the last Vice City game that they made was Vice City Stories on the PSP. So it's been a yeah. while since we've been back here. And it seems like in the trailer, the they really did their research because a lot of Florida man and Florida woman stuff is featured in that trailer. Oh, literally, I saw I was watching. I'm like, this is all just Florida hey, man. News. Even Florida Joker appears. I was surprised. Florida Joker. So the, the in the trailer, the guy with the tattoos all over his face and like the yeah. colored hair—that's Florida. That's a reference to Florida Joker, who was a real guy who got arrested. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. Um, and the guy who the the actual Florida Joker guy is threatening <laughs> to sue Rockstar Games over it. Beautiful PSP. No, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. Right? No, I've uh, I've been a hardcore Sony fanboy for the longest time. You know, the the only thing I think about is <laughs> Crony on one of his streams is like ps1 is that the portable one (laughs) i mean so the ps1 did have a portable like uh, a screen attachment that you could put onto it and you had this battery pack that you could put onto it so you could put it on road trips i remember looking at that on the ps1 mini i believe is the one that had the uh like the display that you could flip up and it's on top of the disc Mm -hmm. i i remember seeing that when i was little i was like oh i want that i can play video games on a road trip um no you can't you'll throw up so don't <laughs> uh if you're wondering the song is about loneliness yeah the song the tom petty song they use in the trailer is uh love is a long road uh it's a great tom petty song um i'm really hoping his music features heavily in the game too uh i love tom petty as music is fucking great it's probably in the radio station that they'll have oh, i would yeah because the the trailer music for all the trailer music for gta 5 appeared in the in-game radio stations um so i'm assuming all the trailer music we see in gta 6 will also uh appear um no for in the air yeah in the air um i can feel it in the air tonight by phil collins is about loneliness and depression oh yeah Uh, i mean love is a long road could also be about loneliness too (laughs) i mean it is kind of a song about loneliness um 
The twerking chick. Uh, yes, that's also a real. The twerking chick on top of the car is something that actually happened in Florida. No, they just took events from Florida. Yeah, that's just normal at car meets. I don't know what you're talking for, about. For everyone out there who's wondering, why are they taking so long to, to make this game? It's because they were doing research and they were stuck in Florida because there's so much to research when it comes to Florida man and Florida woman. They went to know. Florida to research, got mugged, and got stuck there yeah. for a while. <laughs> it took them like Every six time years they... to get back. Every it time was the alligator that mugged them. <laughs> Every time they made a build of uh, GTA 6, a, a, an alligator would come out of the bushes and eat the server. So Yeah. <laughs> um, also, one thing I wanted to point out is that there's a lot of people, and I agree with a lot of these people, that are saying the trailer actually tells the story of the game in reverse. I 100% believe that. Um, because you start out with the main character, which we're getting a, a, a female lead for the, uh, I, w- I won't say the first time in, in GTA, because you could be a woman in GTA 1 if you wanted to be. Um, but it's the first time in like the HD universe, which is what they call like 4, 5, and 6. Um, do you know, do you want to answer that phone? <laughs> I made it. <laughs> yeah, you can play as uh, the guy or the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it seems like the girl is actually supposed to be the. It is. It is woke. It is yes. Woke. Yeah. Listen. Oh, uh, Lucia is is probably going to be. Let's just be honest. It's going to be who we all play as. <laughs> Fuck Jason. I think I that's think the most main guy's yeah. name. Um, I mean, I'm I'm probably not. I, I, again, I haven't played GTA since Vice City Stories, so I, I'm probably not going to pick it up. But yeah, I, I think that I think I'm the missing. I got to play four and five first before I play six. I think the sto- the trailer does tell the story of the game in reverse, and yeah, according to Rockstar, the like general feel of the story they're going for is like a Bonnie and Clyde type thing. So that's kind of cool. No, I absolutely got that vibe uh, from the get go. I was like, oh, cool, that's what they're doing. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it personally. I've I've been a fan of the GTA series for a long time, ever since GTA Three. Um, I w- they according to the trailer, it's coming out in 2025, so we got a little bit longer to wait. Um, oh wow, okay. I thought it was yeah. 2024. No, it's uh, I. So apparently, the actual release date was on a T-shirt in the background in one of the shots. I don't know. Um, oh, that's also something Rockstar has a, a habit of doing is putting like these very like <clears throat> background detail things in that are supposed to be hints at the actual larger story. Um. But um, I'm thinking it's probably going to be like March, April 2025. I'll believe it when I see it, because uh, who knows how many times they'll end up. 2025 will be a snack year, not just for games, but for movies as well. I'll be broke as fuck. <laughs> oh, absolutely, buddy. All right. I, I am predicting, though, when this game comes out within the first two weeks, it'll make a billion dollars. <laughs> I mean, what That's... game? So funny you mentioned that. Uh, video games are trying to reach this crazy milestone of like make a billion dollars because other video games are doing it. They're like, all right, if we don't sell at least a billion dollars worth of stuff, we're, we failed as a video game release. And I'm like, you know how rare that is to make a billion dollars yeah. off of a fucking video game? You guys are crazy. These these producers, it can be done. These video but... game producers or publishers are just fucking nuts. If they see money, they see greed. That's all they see. Yeah. Uh, but I to to kind of tailspin off of this into something Chinoda wanted to talk about. Hey, Chinoda, 
How about those the Game Awards, huh? 2023 I mean, excuse Game me. Awards. How about those Baldur's Gate 3 Awards? <laughs> the yeah, sweep I, I heard award. that BG3 sweeped. <laughs> it didn't sweep. Um, It got like half the awards and Alan Wake 2 got the other half. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Alan Wake 2 and Baldur's Gate 3 basically just won most of the awards. Like I, I believe Tears of the Kingdom only got one award. Yeah. And that's it. And, and people I'm, were like, I was just like, holy shit. But at the it's same like, time, if you had asked, looked... if you had asked anyone it, like in July or, uh, yeah, yeah in July, yeah, like June, they would yeah, have said, June, oh, Tears of the Kingdom's got this wrapped up this year. Yeah. Because no. it was so amazing. We had no idea what else could be possible compared yeah, to Tears I, I of the Kingdom. I watched like a, an hour long video of some guy, or it was like 30 minute video of some guy doing a TLDR of what happened at, uh, the Game Awards. And basically, I believe Final Fantasy 16 won best soundtrack of the video game soundtrack of the year. Yeah. Which is like, oh, okay, that's cool. But apparently everything else sucked. Uh, <laughs> I think that Super Mario didn't win anything. Uh, no, it was, it, no, it won. Game, I think. Yeah, it best did. family game. That, that's like the only thing it won. They yeah, curve stomped and... Spider. Yes, apparently Spider Man Two. No, no, it never. It didn't win anything. It got nominated for I think eight awards and won zero of them. Yeah, it got nominated for seven or eight. It, it won. I nothing. honestly felt bad. I was like, yo, like the game I mean, let's be honest. Spider Man fans been taking L's for a while. What are you talking uh, about? The Spider Man like Miles Morales is really good. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a really good game. Okay. <laughs> No, oh, it yeah, Armored Core one actually Spider Man Two yeah. was a great game as well. I didn't play it, but I watched plenty of it. It actually was a damn good game. Zero out of seven. God damn, they got. Oh, it was nominated for seven awards in one. I mean, still, that's bad. That's a bad yeah. batting average right there. <laughs> but to like, Baldur's Gate Three is just too too good. And Alan, I, I haven't played Alan Wick Two, but I they did. Can I English say there was no fanfare? I, there was no fanfare around Alan Wake Two. You don't understand. All right. In video game college, we had to study Alan Wake one so much. I fucking you've hate talked Alan about Wake. this about how I, everyone just sucks the dick of that game. I I hate it so much because it's like everyone in the video game industry and everyone as fans of the video game they just love Alan Wake. It's like oh, it's so good. It does this so well. It does. And I'm like yes, the designs in Alan Wake are amazing. Yes, the story is amazing. Yes, everything about it from the like uh, the the direction, the lighting, everything about the game is perfect. I understand this, okay? I get it. Mm. I fucking hate it. You know how many times <laughs> I had to review Alan Wake during school? Too many fucking times. I don't care. <laughs> John just doesn't give a shit anymore. No. He just wants to be done. I I thought I could escape Alan Wake once I graduated. Nope. I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm just I'm just surprised that this game as much as people seem to really enjoy it there was so little fanfare around it when it launched uh yeah i didn't well again since i don't have reddit or facebook or anything like that like i <laughs> I, I don't get any news from anyone about this stuff <laughs> like who's gonna tell me freaking internet weirdos <laughs> is your source of news like our discord server where people post stuff basically yeah i don't go on twitter <laughs> Like oh, I go on no. Twitter for like five seconds and I'm like, oh, look at all this stupid bullshit. I don't and they're pushing all these tweets that I don't care but from people I don't care about and like all these political ads. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Hmm. Hogwarts, Hogwarts legacy, legacy should have won. Bro. I understand in a what business is... perspective. <laughs> uh, um Oh, I, I was involved in my first Twitter fight that involved oh, me. <laughs> congrats. Wow. Did you, did you congratulations. Do an congratulations. That's <laughs> I'm sorry that you had to waste your time like that. Um, 
you know what Twitter. there is one lesson i did learn from um from from reddit of all places where some guy was like you know i used to argue with people online and one time i was arguing with this one dude and then i clicked on his profile and i found out that he drinks his own piss so <laughs> i don't argue with people online anymore because it could be someone who drinks their own piss and i'm like you know what that's a very good point yeah what the fuck <laughs> yeah and i, I think this, about wait, that was all this the time bear like, grills no no it's just some internet weirdo where because on reddit when you um visit someone's profile you can it'll tell you what communities they're active in hmm. so this guy was active in like the piss drinking communities <laughs> so I he's just like why am i arguing with this fucking like guy like he drinks his own piss and i like, still feel like it's a very grills. good lesson in like not giving a fuck I still feel like Bear Grylls is to blame for the rise in people who drink their own piss. Hey, man, if you want to drink your own piss, that's cool and all. But I'm just saying the opinion of someone who you don't know could be an opinion of someone you don't you wouldn't respect their choices in. So why do you care? True, true. I don't care to take criticism from people I wouldn't care to take advice from, you know? No, that's that's actually not a bad way to put that. Why would like why would you take advice from people you don't want or who shouldn't be giving criticism? Yeah, why why would I be taking criticism from people I wouldn't take advice from? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, it that doesn't make sense to me. Um so I, I did want to point out uh Massive L taken by the video game awards two years in a row now, having this on a Thursday night trying to compete with uh Thursday night football. Good job. I wouldn't there. say it was a massive L. Um I, I, I know yeah, that people were complaining. I watched about... a Thursday night football game. <laughs> okay, good no, for I'm you. Saying... Most gamers don't. Yeah, like most gamers don't. Like it's a very, Alex, it's a very, very small overlap of video game nerds and like sport nerds. Okay, very small overlap. It's there. It does exist. I know several people such as you that are like that. But (laughs) overall, in the big picture terms, most of us don't give a shit about football. I watched the I watched the New England Patriots stomp the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) Well. I don't like the Steelers because they stole our first opportunity at a um, oh, here we go. Super Bowl ring. Here However, fuck the Patriots for taking our two in a row. So... <laughs> it's like, who do you hate more in this situation? Well, because of recency bias, I would hate the Patriots more because they stopped our two in a row. Right. Mm. So this is like my new lifelong enemy, the Patriots. Fuck the Patriots. <laughs> um... So. There is a legitimate complaint about the video game awards that I want to air. And, like, I've seen this online in multiple places as well. Everyone's like, yeah, this was kind of fucked. The video games award this year, like, every year there's brand new announcements, shit tons of trailers. It's it's very corporate. And that's how it is. Sure, whatever. We accepted that. It's a huge advertisement platform as well. We said okay to that. That's fine, so long as we get to do, you know, fun little uh, showcase uh, for games. This year felt a lot more forced. This year it felt a lot more corporate in terms of... Um, yeah, they only gave um, like f- a couple minutes to everyone to accept their award and get oh, like, not even a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, was it Hideo Kojima, right? He's talking about, was it... Uh, OD. OD. Yeah, his new horror game coming out and how he's going to be working with... Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele, yeah. Which is great. I love Jordan Peele. Yeah, that's actually a cool combo. Yeah. Um, like when uh, Kojima was supposed to be working with uh, Guillermo del Toro to make PT, but that never happened because it was going to be Silent Hills. 
and uh Norman Reedus. Anyway, I'm still salty. Um, not was it Capcom? No, Konami. Who the Konami. fuck canceled it? Was it Konami? Yeah, I'm still salty. Konami, fuck you. <laughs> I'm never getting over this. Norman Reedus could have been in my Silent Hill game, and that would have been awesome. And it would have had had Guillermo del Toro, and I like Guillermo del Toro. But anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah, I, I heard that. I saw the like the wrap it up, like please wrap it up, giant sign as Kojima's trying to explain about his game. It's like okay, I get it. Like Kojima can go on for a while. He's very self centered. Kojima is like quite literally after the earthquakes, he tweets out, "Don't worry, guys, I'm okay." Like no, fuck my studio, fuck everything else. <laughs> Let the world know I'm okay. Like God damn it, Kojima. I but, mean, we as uh, gamers listen. have really uh, put him on a stool, so to speak. You mean put him on a pedestal? Yeah, a pedestal. A pedestal. Yeah, a stool. Yeah, I was stool. Yeah, I understand that. Okay, uh, people were very upset that celebrities and stuff were coming out to like just announce the next winners, and people were just like, "What the fuck? Like, who cares?" We don't care because again, video game people don't really care about celebrities as much. Yeah, fucking about, Matthew like, McConaughey that's... showing up, I was like, "The fuck are you doing here?" Right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> was he the, the one that, that did the the thing about VTubers? No, wait, maybe I don't, I don't know. know. Again, I didn't watch. The... It was like four hours long. Apparently, the VGAs. Yeah, it was, it was long. It was like, geez. Uh, yeah, a, a lot of it was the like pre-show. 60, Sixty seconds to to yeah, come on, man, come on. <laughs> Um, but um, no. So when they were doing that, when um the devs actually went up to uh accept their award, they only had thirty seconds, maybe sixty seconds to talk about whatever. And they played the wrap it up music, and they had a giant board uh counting down in the back that uh we couldn't see. Um. And it's like, don't when worry, it got people to the took end, lots of pictures. Of oh, it. people took lots of pictures. I'm very happy about that because it was, it felt straight up disrespectful to me because I'm like, yo, I understand this runs on ads, but we are here for the awards and to hear these devs that like made these beautiful art pieces talk about it for a little bit. Don't just give us maybe a minute um, to listen to them. We okay. want more. So I like to play devil's advocate because I'm a bastard, right? I'm one of those guys. <laughs> yes, we like, know. But from it was the VGAs was already four hours long. And from all the categories, if they were to give every developer and every person accepting an award five minutes each, that, that thing would have ran like six to seven eight hours. hours, dude. Yeah, it would have been too long. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, absolutely. No, there's so. Still- in my opinion, I understand why they had a hard time limit. Um, I I would hope that the organizers, organization and organizers of the event let everyone in on it and like, hey, you're only going to have like X amount of time for an acceptance speech, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would hope that they gave that out to everyone ahead of time because that'd be fucked up if you showed up and you're like, oh, also BTW, when you accept your award, you got 30 seconds. Like, that's, that's messed up. Uh, so... I feel like maybe they should split it up into different categories and just do a speed lightning round or or make it a, a multi-day event or something, dude. Like, do something else, you know? A multi-day event, I think, would be good because then you could split the the awards into, like, technical awards and, like, narrative awards. Yeah, like, make it a, a long-running thing because if it's going to... It's it's insane to me. It's like, you have 60 seconds. Wrap it up. Like, that's, that's crazy. 
Kojima cannot yeah. wrap anything up in 60 seconds. Hell, my God, that. the man has a 90 minute cutscene for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, even the for the game of the year uh, award, they only gave a brief amount of time. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This was the like, big award. This, this is, is what everyone big... looks. Yeah, for. <laughs> and and they started uh, doing the wrap it up thing when they were talking about one of their staff members that passed away during. Yeah. And I'm just That's like, not a good what look. the fuck? <laughs> this is. Jeff, this does not look good. But apparently, um, yeah, like Kojima went on for like eight minutes or something, and it's because Kojima and Jeff are like really good friends, so they didn't oh, wrap up Kojima. buddy buddies. They are. Like <laughs> so it's like I, I know that people were pissed off about that because like Jeff, there's a little bit of favoritism going on right now. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a, a definitely a better way to do that, and I think John's idea of having it like be a multi-day thing where you're splitting the awards up. Is probably a better idea. Someone on on Twitter, and I don't know how true this is, so take it with a grain of salt. But did like a comparison and and make like a little chart that showed the percentage of time that was given to different things in the uh, the video game awards. Eighteen percent of the broadcast time was awards. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I understand that if you did it as a multi day thing, it it would cost a lot more money. Uh, to operate like quite literally just adding a second day you're doubling your cost because you're flying all these people out to accept these awards so you're um you're posting them into hotels you're paying them to show up to accept paying your award. for the flights yeah and you're paying for the venue so you're literally doubling your costs so unless you can double your income from doubling your costs why would they do that and i'm yeah. like well there are certain ways to monetize and there are better ways to do it let like don't hire actors then don't don't i'm pretty sure they took a shit ton of money out of your budget yeah <laughs> to, to I, hire I, actors I, to show up to your fucking awards no one cares i will say from the clips that i have seen it seems like all of them were desperate to try and recreate that thing that keanu reeves had a few years ago where he's like you're amazing like, yeah man. they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle and it's like dude it, you luck. can't do that and when you're trying to do it. The reason that thing became as cool as it was was because it was spontaneous, because it was all I cup. would argue the reason it became as big as it was is because Keanu is very uh, authentic as a person. Yes. So that was a very authentic moment. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Keanu Reeves is peak human. I mean, he seems to be up there. I've I've never heard anyone say anything bad about him. Yeah. We wait like 30 years when he uh, passes away and like all of a sudden, like all these dark secrets come out and we're like, oh, my God, Keanu was a terrible human being. He was a vampire this entire time. <laughs> now talk now talk about all the salty Spider-Man fans losing their minds. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was a fucking meltdown on Twitter about Spider-Man not winning awards, though, man. Oh, yeah, I was surprised it didn't win anything because I've only heard high praises for Spider-Man. It, it has fair criticism, sure, but overall, it was pretty damn good. Twice? I only heard about the one time. Yeah, Keanu Reeves' house got robbed this week, and they stole one of his firearms. And they stole one of his firearms. I want to point out to you, there are four very good movies out there that show you why this is a very bad idea. <laughs> That's insane. Why would they rob Keanu? What bastard people would do that? And take his firearms of all things. I feel like it's either targeted or it was just random robbing kind of thing. Was he the no. most hated actor in Hollywood up to the Matrix? Really? I know he's he's an actor who he only does roles that he actually wants to do. Like he doesn't do roles for money. Like I'm trying to think of 
what was he in before Matrix? Clerks? Was that before Matrix? The first movie was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Most award. Oh, most. Wait. Mo- you mean most awarded actor? I'm not sure what you mean. Um, oh, yeah. Bill and oh, Ted's Excellent Adventure. That oh. was another one. Oh, Bill and Ted. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, I have heard people say that he's not the best actor. And I'll be honest with you. Like, he's above average, but I wouldn't say he's like the best actor out there. I wouldn't say he's a good actor. <laughs> you got to just place Keanu, you know? Like, yeah, he's. Yeah. Um, Blade oh, Teaser. The Blade Teaser. I... I thought it was cool, but it showed literally nothing. So I'm like, cool, I'll keep an eye on that. But that's literally all. It showed nothing. It didn't tell not anything other than the fact that it takes place in France. So Fucking that's kind of cool. Yeah, they talked about it after they showed the teaser. The um, French devs uh, came up. They're like, yeah, it actually takes place in Paris. So I was and like, then they immediately okay, went cool. on strike. <laughs> <laughs> Constantine. Oh yeah. I liked him in Constantine. Well, I just like the movie Constantine. So I it wasn't so much um Keanu that made me like it. It was just the concept of Constantine is cool, in my opinion. Oh, you're talking about the fact that Keanu's won the most golden raspberry awards. Okay, I know what you're mean now. By the way, Haida. <laughs> Blade Game will um, not come out in 2027, 20... What? They didn't Wait, even give it, a is it release date? Wow, okay. It's like it's like uh, Bethesda announcing Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> It'll come out. It's like eventually. eight years away. It's fine. I feel like so with drip marketing, which has become super commonplace these days. Um, I like. Have they not learned from Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Right. Like, have they not learned from bad. No Man's Sky? Yeah. Right. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. Drip marketing works. Baldur's Gate three was wildly successful because of its drip marketing. But also because Act 1 was out in beta for like seven goddamn years. And People they played the from first the... third of the game or the first like 40% of the game for the last seven years. That's why it was so good of a game. <laughs> this. Yeah, Did anyone down. else witness Todd dying inside? <laughs> I have. I didn't see that, but I did see that picture that someone took where it's him like just looking over someone's shoulder and it's so creepy why does every picture of todd howard make him look like a creeper it just works it just works i did mention it in the game channel that the arcane team is working on it the same people who did dishonored yeah arcane is the same studios that did prey yeah uh but they released a flop recently redfall redfall yeah yeah so mm. um (laughs) Which I think was was published by Bethesda. It was. Yeah, Arcane is um they're partnered with Bethesda to yeah. Bethesda publishes a bunch of their games. But yeah, yeah I remember Prey was uh, I love Prey. Like it's the best Arcane game ever. Uh they also had the the other one, was it Deathloop? Arcane's was that... not partnered with Bethesda. Ar- uh Bethesda owns Arcane. Do they? Yeah. Do they? I thought yeah. they didn't I thought they just were working together. Oh, okay. No, yeah, they they're owned by Bethesda. The day, the after, day after development, development. is that was that y'all see that crap show no starfield should have uh, won, won. <laughs> oh, yeah God, let's, uh... um what was i gonna say um ah, shit i it's, it's gone now let's 
my brain is it's gone. Was there um, anything uh, from the Game Awards trailers that you guys saw that actually piqued your interest? Let me ask. No, again, I didn't watch no. any of it. I just watched the recap. <laughs> okay, even from the recap, was there anything they, announced? No, that, they no. didn't didn't show anything other than like um they just talked about like the actual Game Awards and then the trailers in the video oh, I watched. Okay. Oh, new Monster Hunter. Yeah, there's like an open world Monster Hunter now coming yeah. out. Oh uh, yeah, I, I thought I, that I heard would be cool. That. I mean, I'm pretty uh, happy for that. What was it? Monster Hunter Wilds? Yeah, Wilds, I think it was. Yeah. Hold on, I um, it. Suicide Squad killing the Justice League trailer looks hype. I mean, yeah. eh? Eh? I could not care less about that game. Like, <laughs> maybe I, the story I'll take I'm a, a little look tired. At it. Of the Suicide Squad, just because it's like it's being marketed so heavily with like the movies, the, the anime, <laughs> like I just everything is like, oh, Suicide Squad is doing really well. Let's make a bunch of spinoffs. I'm like, I don't care. I feel like it's too little, too late. I feel like if it had been done five or six years ago, maybe. I think DC is hemorrhaging money because Blue Beetle sucked ass, Black Adam sucked ass, and now they're like, well, look, Suicide Squad is still pulling in money. Let's dump all of our resources into that. That's what I think. Yeah. And I don't think it'll work, honestly. I think it's uh, on a downward spiral until <laughs> the they Suicide do Suicide Squad Isekai will be peak anime. <laughs> oh, don't get me I'm wrong. I'm actually looking watch. forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward yeah, to see how it goes. I'm going to watch the Isekai. But speaking of Suicide Squad Isekai, would you consider that an anime, Chinoda? Oh, here I we took go. it out because I didn't want to talk about it. Here we go. No, we're talking about it. Okay, oh, fine. Hold on. I hate this argument. I really do. Listen, you're the one who wanted to talk about it, Chinoda. I'm, I'm and then I took it out because I didn't feel like it today. Fucking hell. You brought it back. You son of a bitch. To. I had because uh there was recently a, a different one I was looking at, um, Super Crooks on Netflix. Hmm. It's like, is that an anime? Super what now? Super Crooks. It I've is heard of anime. it, but I haven't seen it. So it was made in Japan, right? But it's based on a graphic novel that's not Japanese. I think it's American. I thought it's Canadian, isn't it? It's a Canadian? I don't. I, I don't it's remember. North American. It's some Western. Yeah. It's a Western graphic novel that was animated and it is an actual anime. It was made in Japan, but it's based on like uh, a a Western graphic novel where like it's super villains. It's like they're 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 the bad guys and they have superpowers. But it's an anime. It's like, well, normally I say okay, for the sake of uh, argument's sake, like I said in the chat, in my opinion, anime is anything animated, right? SpongeBob is western anime. You go to That's ask exactly any Japanese how the Japanese group, look at it. Japanese anyone anything cartoon is anime, right? Yeah. Japan for whatever reason, outside of Japan, everyone's like, oh, no, there's there's cartoons and there's anime. It's like, eh, kind of. It's but that's because, just because us weebs have a huge stick up our ass. That's why. SpongeBob so, is my well, favorite anime. <laughs> SpongeBob! Dude, the crackhead fucking SpongeBob commercials in Japan. Jesus. The kids are all hyped up for the SpongeBob toys from McDonald's. God, yeah. They're putting crack in them fries, man. <laughs> but it's like, I, I understand why there had to be a difference between cartoons and anime, right? Because cartoons for a very long time is like Disney, family friendly. It's like anime doesn't 
like I'm gonna cop, I'm gonna stop calling it anime like in Japanese person. I'm gonna call it anime now, like a Western person. Anime. <laughs> anime doesn't fall into that niche, right? Where in back in the day, even in like the, the freaking nineties or early two thousands, it was like anime was pretty like we had Ghost in the Shell, right? Yeah. We had um, Akira. Akira, right? So it's like cartoons back then were pretty family friendly. For the most part, like More there was a, a couple of less than family friendly ones, like the oblongs and all that other crap. Who framed Roger Rabbit? I mean, I feel like that's a pretty cartoon. You know what? No, no, Jessica Rabbit's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just like that, John got his first boner. <laughs> no, no, no. Believe me, not just John. <laughs> it was the whole world, the collective boner. <laughs> Go <laughs> the bunny, bro. Space Jam. Why they got to do it to us, bro? Huh? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was the first time Lola Bunny appeared. Why they got to do it to us like that? I wonder Tell how me. many how many furries were born on that day. <laughs> Probably half many... of them, at least. I wonder how many lesbian awakenings were caused on that day. <laughs> Probably half of them, at least. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it so for that point of view all cartoons are anime we, this this right here. Was an okay nah i don't know season two kind of was a, a flop in my opinion yeah. you know they, <laughs> but Reviewed i it. i can see why people would argue like um a western cartoon like arcane not being an anime mm-hmm. all right because it's like a it's not based on anything in like anywhere remotely close to Japan. It's all Western. It's a Western yeah. property animated in Korea. Where, where, which one are we talking about? Arcane. Uh, France. It was animated really? in France. France. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. it's animated by a French uh, studio. Yeah. That's so, like, cool. Fortiche, I think is what it's called. So, basically, it's the furthest thing from anime. So I, I understand why people would be like, yeah, yeah. it's not anime. Like, or, or, yeah, Arcane made by a French studio based on a property created in California. And I would argue that Arcane doesn't follow any uh, anime tropes or anything like that. Like nothing traditionally what you would consider anime. Like what we've come to expect from anime. But I would uh, argue the same thing for things like Cowboy Bebop, Trigun. <laughs> not very anime, stalking. are they? <laughs> Panions not not very anime, are they? And then speaking of Panion stalking, the art style of Panion stalking isn't very anime, is it? Not it's very at all. Western. It's it's stylized, but it's not it's very like stylized. A but Japanese it seems style. like a Western cartoon, doesn't it? It looks yeah. like something you'd watch on freaking Nickelodeon or Inferno Cop. Yeah, so it's like it. I think the the, the no, argument Inferno itself Inferno Cop is looks like something you would straight up watch on Adult Swim. Inferno Cop looks like something that, that Matt Stone and Trey Parker would make in their spare time. Let's be honest. <laughs> so, in my opinion, I think that all cartoons are anime. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it really doesn't. It, I, but I mean, if you go by the sake, strict Japanese definition, you're right. But for the sake of our award shows and stuff like that, I think we limit it to anything that is broadcasted in Japan. As in yeah, the, the created for, our, for the purpose and broadcast in Japan. For our our anime awards that we do every year, the Finney Awards, um, we have two stipulations for it to be. Well, there's not, there's more than that, but in terms of it being an anime, we have two stipulations. It has to either be created in Japan by a Japanese studio, or it has to have some 
uh, connection to Japan through like copyright. So like Arcane for what we do is not considered for our awards, but something like Castlevania is because Castlevania is a Japanese property. Yeah. And like Suicide Squad Isekai is going to be, would technically qualify for an anime yes, award as well. It yep. will. Just like the, the Marvel like movies that they made in Japan that no one ever talks about ever because we're, we're not- uh, Dio is Deadpool. Is he Deadpool? Yeah. He's the voice yeah, of Deadpool bro. in those movies. I did not know that. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the uh, Marvel animes, but I would consider them anime. Yeah. Because, again, they were licensed for the express purpose of being made into a cartoon with a Japanese dub. Like, it's supposed to be broadcasted in Japan. You could say the same thing years ago. They did an anime adaptation of the graphic novel series Witchblade. And that's American as fuck. Yeah. Like, uh... That was Gonzo that did that, by the way. There's a name you probably haven't heard in a long time. Wait, (laughs) Witchblade's a Western property? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a Western graphical novel. I did not know this. And again, oh. Super Crooks, Western graphic novel. Yeah. That's actually wild. Yeah. So um, what made you change your mind about talking about this, Chinoda? Because you didn't want to have this argument. Because uh, you got no. bodied by me? <laughs> no, because I have a sore throat and I didn't want to end up talking too much about this. <laughs> like, it hurts to speak. It doesn't hurt to speak, but the air is coarse and rough. Like um, sand. Attack on Titan is not my favorite cartoon. <laughs> no, so fuck. Where was I even at on this? Um, I think most of uh, what most of us weebs want is a way to differentiate it from everything else. Uh, to call it ours is the main thing. Um, that's why we want to call it anime versus just cartoons, even though literally all of it is just cartoons. We just want something to make it different, to make it special to us. Yeah. Yeah, I get that, but it doesn't freaking matter, dude. <laughs> At the end of the day, it doesn't it really matter, doesn't. but it matters to people. You feel me? It's like one of those things. It doesn't matter, but it matters to me. Exactly. Sure. If you really have that uh, that much of a stick up your butt about it, like sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I to me, it's kind of a silly argument. I think the way we Again, do it in our so award because show I, is a pretty because good I speak a different language, right? All animations are cartoons in my language. When you talk about it's called it's cartoon, but in like an Asian accent, it's cartoon, cartoon. Yeah, basic cartoons. All anime and all cartoons are cartoons in my language. Yeah. So I'm saying how I would reference an anime in my uh, native tongue is to call it a cartoon. Yeah, and that's absolutely fair. Honestly, right. it really is, though. All right, so let's, let's move on to let John talk about something he wants to talk about. Oh, my God. Because he has a long list here. I had to fill it out because you fucks only had like you had zero Chinoda and you had one thing. I had something. I just didn't put it on the dock yet. I added a couple of these things last night. In in typical WTF fashion, I am apparently the only interesting person here because I'm the only person who has ideas to talk about stuff. I always forget to write them down in our chat, and then I like we. I I created a Discord channel for you to do this. I know, and I don't use it, and I should. Anyway, Marie Kondo was right. (laughs) 
if it does not spark joy, this shit needs to be yeeted to the like stratosphere. Reddit. So, John, did you know that she changed her mind on that? I don't care what she changed her mind. I know her <laughs> as. <laughs> if this does not spark joy, throw it away. And I recently had to move. If you guys haven't noticed, I have a, I have a brick background now, right? In my little anime wall. I love John Rance. Thank you, Classy Ulysses. <laughs> well, strap in because you're about to get a few of them. Uh, I just moving sucks, right? No one likes. And you didn't move. even move into a new house. <laughs> no, I just moved to a different moved. room, and it's just like Jesus Christ. When did I buy all this crap? I don't remember buying half of this shit. Half and of I... that shit was Lacey's. That's the problem. No, most of the shit is is my wife's. But <laughs> point is. The stuff I, I had, I made three giant trash bags of crap that I just threw away. Because I was like, first of all, I don't know where I'm going to put this in the new space. I don't know when I got these things. And I don't care about them. Like, I had a bunch of Overwatch posters. And I'm like, I don't care about Overwatch anymore. So I threw them all away, except for the Diva one. Because Diva's still hot. So I'm going to keep that one. <laughs> but, yeah. The youngest character in Overwatch? I'm never... Probably. I think she's like 19 or 21 or something. Yeah. Okay. Listen, listen. Get out there. There's a reason why she has the most amount of porn tags. Okay. I mean, let's be okay. honest. The Blizzard didn't even need to make the game. They just should have made porn movies with these characters. <laughs> it was There's thanks to Blizzard why, uh... making the game that made the porn industry better, bigger, and better than ever. There's a reason why, uh, as soon as uh, Overwatch 2 was released, the uh, character models were gotten <laughs> very listen, quickly. Listen. Coomers are the ones who help I advance the world. I didn't know how much. Not I even did the not... Reddit language, the fucking fortune language. I did not. I did <laughs> not know. I did not know how little I wanted to hear John say Coomers until he said it. <laughs> Listen, in this world of Coomers, Zoomers, and Doomers, right? Only one of that group is actually helping advance the world. Advancing in a very terrible way, but <laughs> advance the world regardless. Well, specifically advancing technology. <laughs> but I still like Diva as a character. I think she has a really cool character design. Like, I like the mech suit, right? I like her character. Um, But everything else, like all my other Overwatch crap, I just like, fuck this. I don't care about this. <laughs> GTA 6, not even through. Jesus. <laughs> I told you, you know, man. the only thing you know, one thing that I always think of when people start talking about uh, Overwatch characters is something I heard earlier this year. You remember when like the AI presidents thing was popping off really big? Yeah, yeah. it was hilarious. I loved so, them. Someone someone did the AI presidents do like a tier list of Overwatch characters and May comes up. And of course, it, it's Trump, Obama and Biden. And May comes up and he says, F for fat, C for Chinese, split the difference, give her my D. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, that's a terrible joke. I love it. <laughs> I love that so much. It's just not right, but I love it. But yeah, I've just been. I just threw a bunch of shit away. Things that I don't care about, things that I don't use. Um, I remember I used to have this rule of if I don't, if it's something that I don't use within a year or something that won't pay for itself the first time I need it. Because there are certain things that you don't use it until you need it. But when you need it, that's the time it, it really shines, right? Like, yeah. for example, um, a snow shovel. A snow shovel here in, in my state, it doesn't snow that bad where you would want a snow shovel, right? However, 
when it does snow really bad, all the fucking snow shovels are sold the fuck out. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like the first time you need it is going to be the only time you want it, but it's going to be the best time to have it. Okay. I, I've so, always lived by that creed. Like it's better to to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. That's yes. how you end up becoming a hoarder. Well, there are certain careful. things where I'm like, you know what? This makes sense to have like a snow shovel. It doesn't take up too much space. It sits there. And if I ever need it, it will be the best investment because I swear to God, for whatever reason, everyone else doesn't have snow shovels. So when it starts to actually snow really bad, they all everyone runs to the store and buys them all. <laughs> like, quite literally. So there was an event called Snowmageddon. I where it was just like uh, freaking seven inches of snow like every day for like three days. And like basically Washington, the, C the city of Seattle shut down for two weeks. Because of nice. this event. Okay. People were buying snow shovels at Home Depot for like 20 bucks a pop and then reselling them to other people for like 50 bucks a pop. Nice. Like no shit. So because of scalpers and shit like that, it's free just free market. <laughs> yeah, free market. Woo! <laughs> American dream, baby. But yeah, it's just it's dumb. So I own a snow shovel. And I had to use it. I've used it twice so far in my lifetime of owning this snow shovel. And I'm like, great. I haven't had to buy another one since. But there are certain other things where I'm like, why am I keeping this? Like, <laughs> I used to have something, what, what I would call the uh, computer graveyard, which was a desk drawer full of computer cables. <laughs> I was about like, to say, is this your cables? <laughs> it's all my cables and all my electronics for like building computer stuff that like I might need this. It's like, you haven't had this bracket and used this in like seven years. Why do you have it still? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Toss that shit. So I've learned to let go. <laughs> and I've been just throwing shit. And I, I can't tell you how many times I just wanted to rent a dumpster to put outside my window so I could just throw shit straight into a dumpster. <laughs> right into the trash. Like I had to put them in the bags and I had to haul them to the actual dump to throw them away. And it's just freaking annoying. You know what's funny is I, I, I'm at a point now I have this, which I got a, a second ring light, and this came with it. It's to hold a phone, yeah. to put it like in the center, and, and it you can yeah. bend this, and it, it yep. can hold your phone. I'm probably never going to use that ring light to hold a phone, but I'm going to fucking keep this no. in case no. I ever need it. Don't Throw it do away. It. Don't Throw do it. it away. Throw it away. When, Alex, let me ask you something. Hmm. When do you ever envision yourself using your cell phone with your ring light for whatever reason? The only thing I can think about is if I was doing something to record a short for our YouTube channel. And how many times have you done that so far? Zero. And how many times in the future do you think it would happen? Zero. <laughs> Throw that there's, shit away! There's the answer to my question. <laughs> Just chuck that motherfucker. Come on, man. Or, better yet, okay. make profit on it. Sell Ooh. it. No, I fuck selling shit. I hate selling shit secondhand. Like, I had... So one of the things I wanted to throw away was my PS3. I have my PS3 still. And again, I'm a Sony fanboy. But I have sold my PS1 and PS... No, I still have my PS2. But I've sold my PS1. But I still have my PS2. And I still have my PS3. I sold my PS4 to my friend. But we have two PS4s in our house. So it's like, I don't, I don't need a second one. If I wanted to play PS4 games, I'll just play it on my wife's PS4. But... I want to get rid of my PS2 and my PS3. But at the same time, it's like, well, these are kind of collector things now because video game consoles are just when they get older. They, yeah, see, exactly. So it's like they there are certain things. 
where you can't throw it away because it is a collector's thing. Like my memory cards don't have fucking my work. GameCube. Yeah, and that's a collector's item. You know how much they sell GameCubes for right now? Probably you can go two or three hundred bucks. You can go to a retro video game store and buy them for one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. Wow. It still works. Yes. I don't have any games for it anymore, but it still works. So video game consoles are different in my opinion because these become at a certain point they become a collector item. Like my PSP, my PS Vita, I still have those. And they especially if they're in good working order. Yeah, mine still work. And I'm like, it's a collector's thing. I could sell it if I want to. I don't want to deal with resellers for video game stuff because there's a lot of people who, who are in that market, like retro video game stuff, who flip stuff, like yeah. old video games and such. And it's just annoying dealing with low ballers. I'm like, oh, fuck that. I'll keep it as a collector's item until it's so rare that then I'll be like, all right, $5,000, easy. Sell it. Got it. <laughs> Hopefully it ever gets there. If it doesn't, who cares? I mean, I don't really care. But I like having the older video game console. So that's that's kind of a different thing compared to like my fucking trash electronics drawer. At least Things you know the need. old games are gonna play on it if it still works. Yeah, and one of the biggest problems that I had with uh, like Sony, for example, is during PS3 era and PS4 era, they refused to give you the old games. You can't. Mm-hmm. It's there's there was no backwards compatibility on PlayStation 3s. Unless you got the very first PlayStation 3 they released. And that was yeah. the one that overheated and fucking destroyed itself. So no one has that. I have the newer uh, PS3 Slim. So I couldn't play PS2 games, so I kept my PS2. And they refused to release any of those games. Then the PS4 came out, and they refused like, to do backwards compatibility again. So you still can't play PS3 games on your PS4 unless you buy it through the store, and there were the shitty remasters. When I got my xbox 360 that went through a red ring of death too because it overheated yeah the first gen of like a bunch of these consoles so and it wasn't until ps5 like i think like two or three years after ps5 launched that they're like okay we'll let you play retro video games and it's not even great like the controls they don't like it's terribly ported it's not optimized and shit like that it's like so you're telling me if i want to play the best experience of this video game i need to have a ps2 or ps3 so I would make an argument for video game consoles being like yeah. that. Like, oh, good luck a... playing any fucking Vita exclusive or PSP exclusive. Those are never coming out ever. <laughs> if I remember, I actually, on my old 360, I actually have like one or two games that they took off the uh, market. So if you, the only way you could play them is if you have it downloaded. And I still have it downloaded yeah. on that console. Yeah. And I'm like, that's actually super fucking rare. Yeah. You know, since we're speaking about this and like backwards compatibility and stuff, uh, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but it kind of reminded me. Did any of you see the news? I think it was earlier this week or maybe late last week where uh, Sony says that there's stuff if you bought it on your the PlayStation store because yeah. they don't have the license anymore. They're saying, well, we're just going to take it from your library. And even though you bought it to own it, you don't own it anymore. Yeah, and that's yeah. the problem with digital purchases. Like you, I'm just saying, buy physical media. Yeah, physical media has a purpose because one, they can't take it away from you. You bought it; it's yours now. You own this license to own it now. Mm-hmm. You own a license to own a copy of the game. It's what you do when you yeah. buy a physical. Copy. Anything digital you buy can be taken away. Yep. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, no. and there's nothing you can do about it, which sucks. And it's just, yeah. it's all about licensing agreements. And if a company says, hey, we don't want to license this stuff anymore, bye, it's gone. It's just gone. Yeah. 
So I really do think is, that the laws need to change around that aspect and uh, make it so that I mean, when you buy something, I don't know if the laws need to be changed because it's like companies should be shamed in doing the right thing, though. Well, I Sometimes understand the, the, the legal precedence of it all, right? Like, you don't own a license to this game. You own a license to own a copy to play this game when you buy a physical copy of something. Mm -hmm. That same license is given to you when you buy it through a digital store, but the company has to pay a licensing fee for that. If they don't want to pay for it anymore, because they're like, look, there have been five downloads in the last year for this video game. Why would we keep paying them money to keep this on their store? Yeah, it makes sense. And it's like, yeah, in that case, this is if it's a game where there's literally only five downloads in a year or something like it's not big enough of an impact. It's fine to get rid of it. And if you really love that game, go get your own physical copy. There exists a realm for that. You know, uh, fucking ask archive.org to, to to archive it. There's yeah, there's another website that archives a bunch of old video games. Or they save so them as wrong. The thing that the thing that really bothers me, and I'm surprised there wasn't a bigger outcry over this, um, when Starfield released, right? The like collectors, whatever they call legendary, whatever they're calling like the big giant thing that you buy for like three hundred dollars or whatever, doesn't mm -hmm. come with a physical copy of the fucking game. I'm like, can you at least put on a thumb drive or something? Come on. No, they can't. They don't want to. I know they don't want to. They want that download code that maybe they one day will expire. To. Who knows? Yeah. So physical media is a dying medium, but it, it does serve a purpose. Yeah. I like how there's some directors out there that are like, yeah, I'm not putting my movie on streaming services. Fuck that. You can buy a DVD or Blu-ray though. Which is fine. Was it Christopher Nolan said that about Oppenheimer? He's like, yeah, I really don't like the fact that this is on streaming services. I think everyone should just go out and buy my movie on Blu-ray. Which is fine. Like if it's, if your movie performs that well, like Oppenheimer did, mm -hmm. I think people would buy the physical one because, like, I I want I saw it at the store uh, yesterday when I was there, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to buy this, yeah, because I, I really enjoyed watching Oppenheimer. I'd love to ha watch it again in Blu-ray and 4K in my house, so I could take piss breaks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the main thing. Yes, but <laughs> we've traveled so far from Marie Kondo. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> This is point the John is, Rance that Class Ulysses loves. Point is, collectors or something that has like value, some sort of value to you, either now or further down the road, sure. I, I think it's hard to decide what will have further value, but let's be completely honest. Like, look at this. The scientific cal uh, calculator that I used for school, oh, I don't use this shit no more. Shit, I had one of those. I still have it. My TI-84, I can sell this. I still haven't. I should sell this. I have a box full of my old textbooks from college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's worthless now. <laughs> I just noticed this, too. I, I didn't even see this. I'm like, you know what? I should sell this online. Someone else needs this. I'm going to sell this to someone. I mean, to be fair, that is something that someone else probably could use. Yeah. There's, But then there's other things where I'm just like, you know what? Oh, look at this. I, I have a Miku watch. It doesn't work nice. anymore. I got this from where did I even get this? I don't even forget Miku Expo, I believe. Yeah, I got it at Probably. Miku Expo. <laughs> I don't like wearing it. It sucks. It's not a cool watch. I still have it though, because it's sentimental value. That's like fine. Yeah. You know? But look at this. I have an HDD bracket. I don't need this. I don't have <laughs> HDDs anymore. <laughs> Fuck that. 
get rid of what you don't need is the TLDR of this. Or find yeah. someone who does need it and give it to them. I'm going through my entire... <laughs> oh, actually, I love this. I love this Pugly Wallet. I'm keeping it. <laughs> uh, that is actually super adorable. <laughs> it's so cute. Actually, Alex makes a great point. If you have something that you don't need anymore, get back to your community. Give the someone else might need someone it. Someone like in the, the community will take it. Yeah. I can't use yeah. function calculators because that's considered cheating. Okay, listen here. AI is a <laughs> thing now. Tell yeah, your, AI is tell your professor to shut the fuck up. Alpha Wolfram isn't cheating. Are you kidding me, bro? Yeah, oh right. My God. All right, so Catchy I gotta go pretty damn soon. So I want to get into my okay, tell topic me, tell me about quick. Godzilla minus one. I okay. have heard nothing but accolades for this damn movie. I want to go watch it, bro. It's it's not just accolades. I straight up think this movie is a masterpiece. Like ten okay, out of it, ten masterpieces. Is, is it related to anything else like Shin Godzilla or anything like? Any not other? at all. And that's one of the things okay. that makes it so fucking amazing. It is a straight up Godzilla Reboot? film from the uh, past. Like it is just a classic post World War II monster movie. Just and okay. no, no complicated bullshit. No uh, ancient civilizations. Just giant monster from uh, radiation comes out pissed and starts fucking up Japan. That is oh, it. Oh yeah, that's a classic Godzilla movie. And let Proof me tell you this: that Godzilla minus one is great, despite being in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in uh, World War Two. It's after uh, World it's War. It's post-war, like Reconstruction it's, it's Japan. Post-war, yeah, it is Reconstruction era Japan. Um, it is beyond wonderful. It a lot of it. So I'm sure you guys uh, have heard or seen the complaints about uh, Shin Godzilla. With a lot of human elements that yeah, hate it. Just utter garbage. Complete yeah. nonsense. I, I like the design of Godzilla and Shin Godzilla. I mean, no, than, it's really fucking I, cool. I, I, I like Shin Godzilla. I just hate it. Like in all the Godzilla movies that they recently have remade, I hate the fact that I see people. I don't care about the yeah, people. The human element. <laughs> I don't care about the stupid now, petty human drama. In Godzilla minus one, the uh, human element is uh, predominant. It is the main thing. It is what matters. Okay, hold on. And they Classic. pull it off I, I so fucking beautifully. When the okay. USSR and USA reunite together, they'd be God. This is a nuclear monster. You shoot nukes at it, you make Godzilla stronger. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck are you going to do? You call upon Mothra. That's who. Yes. <laughs> the protector of his, Call upon his big titty girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Get her to calm him down. Um, no, but seriously, it's, um, what, what was I saying? Oh yeah. It, uh, the human element is what actually matters and what makes the story so poignant. It's what carries everything. It's what matters. It's the best parts of it. Godzilla's cool. Godzilla's cool as fuck. And when he's there, he take he steals the goddamn screen. But outside of that, the human elements, that's what carries this movie so hard, and it is beyond amazing. Okay. Let me put it like this. There was not a single dry eye in my theater. I mean, me people it, were... You know, let, me, let me have you understand something. I just like watching giant kaiju fuck shit up. I love oh, watching mechs and kaiju that. fight. 
Okay. Very I just be honest. I don't care I, about anything else. All you had to say was, hey, Godzilla movie good. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. Look, you already heard that, so I'm telling it to the rest of the people. people are, it's a masterpiece. I've, I've, I've Listen, God I don't think it. you understand that the people who watch Godzilla don't watch it because they're like, oh, I wonder if they, this is good or not. They, they hear, what? Godzilla movie? Yeah, let's go watch the Godzilla movie. <laughs> Mothra's my girl. Okay. Okay, calm down. Um, I have heard people, both critics and be- just general audience goers, saying like, unironically, Gamera, the goddamn turtle, <laughs> right? Uh, Gamera. Unironically, people were saying that this is the best movie of the year. <laughs> oh wow! I okay. honestly think so. I really like, do. If people like, are saying this is better than Oppenheimer. I'm like, holy shit! Really? I, that, 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 I think see, it's better. Oppenheimer didn't make me cry like a little bitch. Godzilla did. See, Oppenheimer didn't make me cry, but I was so enraptured in the story of Oppenheimer. It was moving. It was definitely moving. Because I didn't know all this stuff about uh, about Oppenheimer, so that's why I thought it was really cool. Um, like, I think Barbie was a fun time, but I, I really enjoyed Oppenheimer a lot more. I, I do think that, from what I've seen, I, I'm planning to see this movie tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Um, but from what I've seen, uh, a lot of the destruction scenes are practical models, not CGI, and that's pretty oh. cool. Okay, that's pretty cool. That 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 really harks back to the old school Godzilla movies. That now Godzilla no, there is, is a, CG, but well, there is a scene so, yeah. that straight up looks like a kid playing with Godzilla in a in Tokyo, and it looks so fucking cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go watch it. I'll oh, go buddy, watch it. you have uh, to. It is. Only in theaters for a limited amount of days, so go do it soon. I don't. They they, they said it was only going to be in American theaters for a week, but it did so damn well at the box office. It's like, no, nah, we're bringing it back it. for another yeah. week. Oh shit! So I have like a week left to watch it. No, um, you have until the fourteenth. If, if it does, if, if it I does good for right. a second, it, it was really the fourteenth. I think it was number one movie in America last week. Um. Is no comedy no. not in the movie. It's literally just Godzilla. It is an OG Godzilla film to the bones. It's the 75th anniversary movie. Yeah. Has it been 75 years? Wow. Yes, sir. It's All really time, been yeah. around that long. Wow. I mean, we're okay. coming up on the 100th anniversary of World War II. So. Wonka is coming out next week. Oh, God. Is this, I saw a trailer for it. It's a prequel movie. Uh, yeah. And it's is this uh, like weird. The third freaking reboot of the wonka series charlie and the chalik factory yeah pretty much like was gene wilder the first willy wonka movie it was yeah, the, first, the first the first uh film adaptation of it yes okay and then after that we had johnny, johnny depp's Depp. version and now right, we have so... timothy chalamet <sighs> all right this I'm man is everywhere it. by the way I, d- right. I don't care about willy wonka and the chalik factory man john uh, man too <laughs> <laughs> that's coming out oh god poor dc oh god that's actually they really happening. are hemorrhaging a bunch of money no wonder they're, they're pulling all their money they're gonna hemorrhage even more money john because I, I gotta is go one, right but i gotta ask what's the tldr of weebs in waiting your neighborhood i just oh, yeah, i saw I that i'm like what the fuck is that all right so in my neighborhood i started to notice uh people having like anime uh little stickers on their cars right like Peaker my younger sister has yeah like peeker stickers right and i started noticing like Jujutsu kaisen ones and like uh just a bunch of like just anime theme things they're everywhere yeah and i'm just like this used to be a nice neighborhood there used to be no <laughs> fucking weebs here all right 
And then all of a sudden I was driving home and I see this dude roll up in a uh, freaking Itasha. And I'm like, yo, look, look at that Itasha rap. And I'm like, who the fuck is that giant big tittied Onesan on the side of your goddamn car, bro? Like, holy shit. I was like, I, I looked down the street where he turned and I'm like, there's a shit ton of anime weeb cars over there. I'm like, where did these guys come from? <laughs> like, who are these people? Why are they here? It's crazy. So that, that that's just the TLDR. I just started noticing a bunch more weaves. I don't know if it's because people are like, have they always been here? Or are yes. they just finally like expressing themselves to be like anime fans? Are they new anime fans? Where did these guys come from? I don't know. I think it's a mix of all things, honestly. It's like, it's sure, it's fine. Like, there's a dude at my work who has an Itasha. He has like a lowly Itasha. And I'm like, bro. Nice. You're a goddamn degenerate. I can't How? believe you work. Listen, I don't who, know. Who is it on the car? Tell me now. I don't know who she is. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I just know it's a, it's like a lowly and it's an Itasha and it's very lewd. And I'm just take like, a bro. Take picture of it later. One of I'm my not. people. I refuse to take a picture of that. The FBI will be tracking him down if he takes a picture. I'm not, I'm not taking a picture of that. I don't even. It was when I was working uh, second shift, so oh. in the afternoon. I don't even know if he still works here, to be honest. So, but I'm just saying it's it's weird seeing so many uh like peaker stickers and like Itashas around my neighborhood, because as far as I remember, my neighborhood used to be just full of like old white people. <laughs> and then that was like mainly my neighborhood. Where did all these weebs come from? <laughs> like are I, they just living with their grandparents now they're like teenagers or whatever i'm like i guess well, i don't know maybe um i do think it's funny how in the last i'd say five ish years people have gotten pretty people used to have to hide the fact that they liked anime and now it's like i've got big titty one stands on my car yeah i Disagree. I think in the last five years is when it started uh, really coming up and about. Well, I mean, people have been anime fans for a lot longer than that, but I mean, people are very. No, I meant, yeah, fans. I meant it becoming popular. I think that's happened in the last five years. Is the thing. I think that's when it really like started uh, turning around. Hmm. I don't know. I just, it's it's weird I to mean, see because like, as someone who's been an anime fan for a long time, I never thought we'd get this far. Well. <laughs> Specifically at work, there's one guy who wears like the um, hashtag not sponsored, but gamer subs, the gamer waifus, like not the sponsored GG waifus. Yet. yet. Finn but, you will know, become like, a gamer subs waifu, I swear to God. So the uh, the gamer subs waifu cups and stuff like that. You know how they print the shirts and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a guy at work who wears that stuff unironically. He just loves it. And he just shows up and I'm like, yep, sponsored by gamer subs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chinoda's probably got to go. Uh, yeah. We've held them back long enough. Um, have a good night, Chinoda. Thank you. I'm gonna go to drunk PowerPoint night with my friends. So wish me luck. Drunk PowerPoint night? You watch an anime? No, no, no. <laughs> so the whole thing is, you get drunk, then you present a PowerPoint on like whatever subject you choose, and everyone just roasts you on the thing on how well you do or not. Ah, uh, yes, I too love liver sure. damage. Well, I mean, <laughs> I I think that doing this would really help your um, interpersonal and public speaking skills. Yes. So I, I am an advocate for doing things like this. Okay. Yeah, it turns out I actually have a life and <laughs> do stuff. 
right. it's shocking. Bye, Jonah. <laughs> no, right. Bye, Jonah. <laughs> yes, Classy Ulysses is absolutely right. Anime, anime is, a is a mistake. Not even was a mistake. Is a mistake. <laughs> it is currently a mistake. Yes. Uh, do a Napoleon PowerPoint. <laughs> I want to see that movie too. I don't really care to see that movie. Hmm. Is it because I think it's Phoenix? interesting that he got like exiled and onto an island, and then he somehow escapes. And they're like, "Yo, what the fuck? We exiled you, Napoleon." He's like, hey, hey, "You cannot keep me back." <laughs> and then he he gets exiled there again, and then he's like, "Oh, Don, you France." And then he comes <laughs> and he escapes again. And I'm like, "What? This man is unstoppable. He's a menace." <laughs> he's like he's like a living embodiment of how many times we got to teach you this lesson, old man. <laughs> Dude, Napoleon is literally a menace. <laughs> I think it's funny that one of his descendants is still alive today. Um, I think it's Napoleon Bonaparte the Fourth. Oh wow, they're just naming their kids Napoleon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so something else I wanted to to bring up with you, John, because because you like tr- well, you like talking about trends and algorithms and such. Yes. Twitch has a really weird trend recently that's cropped up. Uh, I would say in the last few weeks. Oh so yeah, what's how- the new met? What's the metagame now? The, the new the new metagame is uh women on Twitch just completely streaming shirtless. Like not what? even a bra. That's allowed? That's oh, allowed. No. So so they, they, they cut it off like right before the cleavage like starts to show. But you can definitely tell they're completely shirtless. I don't see so wasn't Twitch allowed um people to do body painting. Like yeah, full, and they do the hot tub streams body like with painting. the bikinis. Yeah, so I'm like, Twitch at this point is just, it. listen, we all know that Twitch only cares about their top 1% earners, who yes. just so happen to be Amaranth, right? That's literally their top 1%, it's just that one person. Quite literally. So, Twitch wants to pretend like they're not a porn streaming website, but it's like, you're just a safer work version of cam girling at this point. See, here's the thing. I feel like Twitch could make a shit ton of money if they split their their website into two different websites. One that's catered more to 18 plus kind of stuff and one that's more family friendly. Both owned by the same company, both run on the same servers. It's just one is 18 plus and one is not. I think that Twitch... It merged with Justin TV, I believe, right? In the origins. that was, yeah, was what it was originally called was Justin TV. Was it? Yeah, and it became I used to stream on that. <laughs> I used to stream on Justin TV when I used uh, back in middle school, high school. But I just feel like Twitch itself doesn't really know what it wants to do, other than want to make money. Yeah, it wants to make money, and it's like it at this point, it's so nebulous about how it enforces its own rules. It's like if you're gonna have people that are just flouting the rules anyway, give them a space where they can just do whatever they want uh, within reason, of course, and give the other people that want to be more family friendly a space to do that. Like, you well, can just do like it with the servers with, you have. So, when um, I was watching a bunch <laughs> recently, I've been watching a bunch of Turkey Tom videos. Oh boy. About just like a bunch of stuff. Twitch would just become a porn site at this point. I mean, yeah, it's the safer it's the safer work version of porn at this point with the hot tub streams and like the body painting streams. But this new shirtless meta. The Twitch only cares about making money. 
and unfortunately the women who do risque things like that like i remember alinity was super popular then she like abused her cat on stream and then people are like oh alinity don't do that uh amaranth is still mega popular don't know why well i know why i don't care for it but i know why (laughs) yeah i know why too but they're a lot nicer to the the top one percent earners especially the women because they know that they're the ones who make the money because that's all they care about. Because so, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna point out something that that is gonna be it's gonna be a difficult pill to swallow, but it's true. A majority of people that consume content online are men and young men. And what do young men like? Boobs. I'm just, it's it it's not what I want it to be, but that's just how it is. <laughs> it's not what you want it to be. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like boobs too. But it's just a fact that a majority of people who consume like streaming content online just are men, are men between the ages of like 15 to 25. Yeah, no, this harkens back to my point earlier. Coomers run the world. <laughs> it's all being fueled by Coomers, man. Yeah, you're not wrong. I What about Kick? I don't even know about Kick. Like Kick is the platform where once Twitch bans you, you go to. <laughs> i know that's all i know about kick. a lot of people's biggest issue i think with kick is that it has its rules are a lot more loose than than twitch or youtube for that matter um but also it, it's it's propped up by gambling money which i think for whatever reason people are have a, a hate boner for which i'm like if you're gonna which hate it weird, for something that's again, weird to hate so it for when i was bringing up turkey tom so i was watching a bunch of uh, turkey tom videos where he talks about like ex streamers and stuff like that like people who turned on these internet personalities or whatever mm-hmm. and one of them was like train wrecks tv i believe it was the twitch streamer where man that's got... a name i haven't heard in a long time I, I... listen i live under a rock because apparently there's a bunch of famous people that i just don't know they have like millions and millions of fans and i'm like i don't know who this person is like, i train wreck tv who, uh... i have never heard of this man before in my I, life I, before he got arrested i didn't know who andrew tate was that's surprising. He was like everywhere on social media because I like, know algorithm just kept pumping them out like these alpha sigma male shit. And I'm just like, I don't care because I don't spend time in those those realms. Yeah. But yeah. So Trainwrecks TV, like he he was a streamer that was super popular and he was doing gambling, uh, mm-hmm. that's, which is what got him in trouble. And he got banned off of Twitch for gambling because they they decided no more gambling streams. And I'm just like, it Except used for to be poker. You can still play poker. Well, kind because of. I guess they determined that poker is a game of actual skill, not just chance. And it's true. Uh, there is a that depends that's... on your state, bro. That, some that, states that... consider all gambling to be games of chance, and some of them are say there are certain ga- games of skill. I I think that poker is a game of of both chance and skill, but I think it's primarily skill because you got to know what your hand is and you got to know what you have. Listen, they have a computer that does all the math for them when they play blackjack and poker. Yeah, the casino does. By the way, that's how they know. They have hidden cameras, and they'll know your fucking hand and stuff like that. They have hidden cameras to tell them their probability of winning the next hand or not, so they can literally force you to lose. And they can just do like um, a force shuffle or something if they want, or reach, or they'll change out the deck to something favorable to them. But anyway, uh, gambling is a scam. Do not gamble, kids. Uh, or rather, I should say, gamble responsibly. What I mean by that is like, if you want to go and spend two hundred dollars, spend it however the hell you want. If you want to go lose it in twenty minutes at a casino go right ahead just understand that that money you're going in with is not money you're coming out with 
And it's also, uh, I think, important to point out a lot of these people on Twitch that are, well, just streamers in general, are gambling addicts. <laughs> well, yeah. They have so much money. Like, uh, Mr. Beast X- is a gambling addict. XQC is a gambling addict. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think probably one of the big streamers that isn't is Charlie just because he doesn't gamble. Really? I mean, he does gamble, but like not. I I would argue that Charlie does gamble with his money, just in different ways. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah, he you're invests right. in things that he seems he thinks is fun. Yeah. So and sometimes the way they do turn a big profit. His, well, like when he was doing the um the card openings for like the Pokemon cards and stuff like that, he's like that's gambling essentially. Like it is. it's a gacha. It's gambling. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't but do, he like, also like, he invests in his streams. own um no 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 but he does gamble like he'll go and play poker and stuff like that but he likes to spend his money in investing in stuff like right now they like the moist esports mm-hmm. which turned out to be a really good gamble it's it's got him pretty good dividends it looks like no he's losing money on it it's not profitable really? Oh, I he's thought it was very that, based he's on how like, much he talks about it. I just assumed it was profitable. Oh, no, no, he's like, no, it's he's hemorrhaging money. And he's like, but that's not the point. I'm doing this because I, I like it. I'm like, yeah. Hey, and he's got the money to do that. I mean, I wouldn't say he's got quite fuck you money, but he's got the money to try stuff out. Listen, let me tell you something. If FaZe Holdings, right? Mm-hmm. If FaZe Clan, the fourth biggest esports team, like that company in the world is failing. What makes you think anyone else could a be a smaller winning? team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like FaZe was is still everywhere and they're still pretty famous, but they were hemorrhaging money. Like they they opened up and they went public and they were like $20 a stock or something. Yeah. And what are they at now? They were like last I checked, they were like down to a dollar. They were a penny, they're gonna a penny be, stock. It's gonna be a penny yeah. stock before. Yeah, they long. got kicked off of the market because they were a penny stock now. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it's at now, but I remember FaZe basically going down the toilet. And that's crazy considering how big like gaming is that game like professional gaming teams like that are hemorrhaging money. Well, so the reason why professional gaming teams hemorrhage money is because a lot of their money is predicated on sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of gamers are not very professional people because they're fucking gamers. They live. They're also basement. not great business people half the time. No, they, they spend 16 hours a day playing video games. They're not they're not the brightest and smartest. They just they do something good. And, you know, they use typical gamer language, so they're not very good at marketing or anything like that. They're not very marketable. Do you think it's kind of similar to how, like, indie VTubers have a more difficult time? Not just because you got the big VTuber, like, uh, agencies that you're competing with, but you're just... If you do something that's super unprofessional as an indie VTuber, number one, you don't have a corporation to come bail you out. And number two, people are more likely to like pile on you because you're independent. Yeah. I mean, the, the internet giveth and the internet taketh away. Right. Yeah. Uh, as someone like who doesn't care about the internet, this is why I don't, you know, like I don't use Twitter, but I I understand that Twitter is a very useful tool to grow your social media presence. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of people who who have rose to fame through Twitter, through Instagram, through, um, social media platforms Mm -hmm. and they become, like a pseudo celebrity in their own right. But that's the game you got to play. Like you put yourself out there and you hope that the world doesn't like look behind the mask and just try to dump on you for whatever reason. 
And it's like indie VTubing is difficult because of that without a big platform that because like Hololive itself is an automatic like it's not an automatic like path to success, I would say. But Hololive is a known group and they it's just like a, um, a, a managing network. You know, it's like, hey, we have these people under our umbrella. You can collab with each other and help yeah. each other like get bigger. And that's really what it is. Like it's metagaming in YouTube is like that too. Collaborations are the best way to grow your sub count on YouTube. But the problem yeah. is like collab shout between... outs and sponsorships, three biggest ways to grow on YouTube. Well, with YouTube specifically collaborations is like the only, cause their algorithm itself is not conducive to promoting smaller channels. If you want I would to argue grow, also that's even doubly so on Twitch because there isn't really a recommendation feature on Twitch. Yeah, like they don't care about so the algorithm just works of engagement, right? Who mm-hmm. has the most likes, who's watching the most vid- long videos, who's who got the most who's comments. got the most watch time. Yeah. So that's all that the algorithm cares about. And the only way to do that is to honestly unless you become a viral meme yourself, you got to collaborate with someone who's bigger than you. Or it was at like the same um, size as you, or make something funny. I was like, "What's his name? The the emotional damage guy. I can't remember his name. Stephen He. Yeah, Stephen He. Like, I mean, he was kind of known before that whole thing, but that emotional damage. That's what really made him pop off. Yeah. And like, I mean, people. He was famous beforehand, like prior to that, but he he definitely exponentially grew after that. And he, yeah. it's funny hearing him talk about it now because he thought that was the joke that was never going to land in the video, even though he put it in. Yeah. It's because of how he delivers it. Emotional <laughs> damage. Yeah, like I remember Twitch is a weird sphere to be in because it, it doesn't have a promotion algorithm. It's just like, hey, whoever's the top performer in this gets it, it ranks it by who's whoever's at top. Yeah. So you you whoever like, is the you top what? performer in this I, category. I, I want to go watch Twitch. I want to go watch people play Alan Wake 2. It's gonna list the top performers of alan wake 2 streams mm-hmm. i would never ever discover anyone lower than like freaking a thousand watchers concurrent watchers because yeah. you would have to scroll too far because that's one thing that like all right so in, in video game design here we go <laughs> you don't want to make things hard for the player to do okay in any type of design right if you want someone to pay you money if you want them to buy your shit you make it easy to buy that shit. Hmm. The minute that anyone has to do anything more than one button click or move, like going to a secondary menu, they will hate it. Yeah. Or everyone's lazy. Ad. Yeah. And this brings me to my next point. I fucking hate Discord's new mobile app. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Listen, I, I have to use the bathroom really quick. Go rant about this. I can still hear you. I will be right back. Okay, so recently, Discord's mobile app uh, updated, and I finally got the update. And I, I remember my friend, he was like, man, the new Discord app is ass. And I'm like, what new Discord app? I don't know what you're talking about. He's on uh, Android, and I'm on iPhone. So I didn't get the update until like four or six hours later. And I was like, how, how bad could it possibly be? Because whenever someone's like, oh, man, this is bad, I my first thought in my head is, how bad could it possibly be? Right. Like sometimes people will take a swig of something and be like, oh, this is fucking awful. And then I'll be like, how bad could it be? So I'll take a swig of it. They'll be like, you know what? That was really fucking bad. So, yeah, 
I take things with a grain of salt. I have to personally try things out myself. Um, most of the time, some other times people will be like, Oh, this is a terrible idea. And I'll be like, all right, it sounds like a terrible idea. And I'm not going to do it. But <laughs> other times I won't. Same John, same discord app. That, yeah. See, I did it. Cause I, I had to see how bad it was. Right? So let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you shut up. You sit the fuck down. Listen, I spent 10 minutes looking for the stupid notification on my phone from discord. It's like, you have a message, right? It's like, you have a notification right on my phone. I hate seeing notifications on my phone. I, I have, I've read oh, every single I got to clear them instantly when I see yes, them. They have to be cleared. But unlike you, Alex, I keep them archived. I don't fucking delete them instantly. That's no, weird. no, no. I usually just go in and see what the, the notification is, read it, watch it, whatever, and then go on. Like, I actually respond respond to the notifications. But I hate seeing notifications. I spent 10 minutes looking for the stupid notification. I was like, where is I don't see any plus ones on my Discord like channels. I don't who's like, why is there a plus one? Like, it was me. I sent you a hidden message. So Discord used to, uh, the app used to be buggy for me, and it showed me like a plus one notification if I had bad connection. Mm. It just wouldn't clear. So I thought I thought it was that. I waited like an hour. I came back to it, looked, and I'm like, oh, it's still there. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I look at it, and I see a small little red dot on the very bottom. I'm like, what is that? I click on it. I've got a. This is the DMs tab now, and I'm like, "What the fuck? DMs used to be just like on the desktop app, where it'd be like a notification on the top left. Now it's in this little tiny little button on the bottom, and it's a little red dot." Hmm. I'm just like, I don't care about that. I, I never saw that. Even I bought premium one week before it update. And Mark said, <laughs> "It's funny you mentioned that." Dick Cerdo just did an article where a bunch of people are refunding their um, Nitro because of this, because of the changes. Yeah. So I want to point out, I've had this update for almost a month and a half, two months now, because I actually signed up for the beta versions on my phone. Um, I've gotten used to it. I actually think there are elements of it I like. Um, I don't really think people are one of the things people are upset about is that you can't swipe left anymore to see all the people in your server, which I would argue, why do you need to see that? <laughs> The average, I mean, I guess you could say as a server owner, maybe you might need to see that, but the average user to a server, probably not. You don't need to know who's online every second of the day. I do that. If I need to DM someone. Mm. So you actually go find them in like the server list, like do the long press on them and then send DM? Yes. Okay. That's how I find you half the time. <laughs> Is it because I get buried? <laughs> It's because, well, for one thing, I don't add a lot of people on Discord, like, as a personal friend. Mm. And getting, again, it's so troublesome to get to the friends list to look at who's online mm. that I don't bother to add people on Discord. So how do I find my friends on Discord? I go to the server that I'm in there with them. Then I go to the right, and I find to see if they're online or not. Then I click on them, and I message okay. them. I legitimately do that. Okay. I mean, I, so, I can see how that would be a little distressing for you now that you can't get to that. Yeah, because it takes an extra click. Like, just the fact that it takes one extra click to do what I need to do just ruins it. Hmm. Like, it's a, it's a terrible balance. I don't know. I, I've just gotten so used to it that I it doesn't bother me anymore. I will say the beta version of this update looked a lot worse. <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> I understand that people hate change. And... 
that's why I, I was critical of it too. I was like, you know what? I know that people hate change. So how bad could this update be? Then I experienced it. And I'm like, holy shit, it's pretty bad. They not only because like one for one thing, it doesn't mirror the desktop app. I hate that. Like I like having continuity between my apps. My yep. desktop app and my mobile app should be nearly identical in to, form to, and to the function. best they can be. To the best that it can be. I agree and with I, that, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I have I, no doubt that in time I'll get used to it. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, humans are very adaptable. It's one thing that um, helped us survive for so long, our ability to adapt. But I don't know why they would push this update out like this. Because I don't see any of the um, what Discord was like saying, oh, this is what it helps with. Like, I don't I don't see the functionality of it being better. I don't know how it, it was improved by I using do, this I do design. hope. I do hope because Discord has not been handling the criticism of this update very well. Um, I like how a lot of people are like throwing legitimate criticism that like like you just did for the, you know, finding people in the um, in the margin like you can on the uh, the desktop app. Um and their response is something similar to, you know, I we we understand change is difficult, but just give it time. You'll get used to it. It's like, okay, gr granted, that's not a bad thing to say, but it's not what you should be saying right now. Yeah. You should say something like, well, we'll take your feedback into consideration, and in the next update, we'll try and fix some of the issues people are having with it. And I think the most shocking thing for a lot of um, Discord fans, Discord users, is that Discord has always been receptive to people's criticisms and and loved adding people's changes, you know, like mm -hmm. adding the integrated GIFs, right? That's a great idea. The stickers, a the animated stickers. Adding like the that. events tab. Yeah, there, there's so many updates, that there are so many uh, quality of life changes that they've made to Discord's app, and they've been very receptive to their um, fans, users. And at this point in time, they're like, well we don't like these changes for legitimate reasons. And they're like, well, how about you kick rocks? Yeah. That seems a little bit <laughs> excessive. Don't you think discord? Like uh, just, what the hell? Just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm sure I'll get used to it, but I, I don't like it. I, I don't understand why they went for this design. I, there was nothing wrong with the design before. Like, I, cause I, I'm trying to imagine why they would do an update for this. Right. Um, discord had like, one job and they failed yeah you're right yeah well because i try to look at it from a, a developer's standpoint right there's sometimes you develop things and you do new new designs and stuff because the old layout was kind of ass mm -hmm. if there was problems with it if there's like um like especially for disability reasons especially for that yeah for any kind of accessibility stuff i'm all for yeah so i can understand updates to help for that but this is like it's detracting from that when the swipe functions were so much smoother and easier to use mm -hmm. for anyone. Like I understand like, well, yeah, you can just tap instead. And just like, instead of swiping, you just tap. If you can swipe, you can tap. I get that. So I, I, I tried looking at it from that point of view, but I'm like, it still doesn't make sense though, because it didn't improve it. It just, it didn't do anything. It just, in fact, I think it made it worse, but if anything, it didn't do anything at all, which is still just as bad in my opinion. Then why change yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that it has something to do with the back end, with like when you don't see when because you can't swipe right. I think that the fact that you can't see the servers unless you actually um, yeah, you can't swipe right to see the server anymore. 
I think it's a function for responding to messages. Cause I believe when you swipe right, you can reply automatically now. Yeah. Swiping right now replies to whatever message you're swiping over. Yeah. So I understand that like that swipe function is good. That is a lot easier and better than the old function of press and hold. And you have to tap, right? Yeah. You do one action instead of two, but it's like, that doesn't mean why did you have to get rid of going over to the server tab? I don't, yeah, I don't right? get that. Like I, I have mean, to maybe actually, you could add I a have button to at the go, top. I have to go scroll. Like if I'm scrolling, right. I have to scroll all the way up and I have to hit the actual general tab to actually yeah. go see the server. Yeah. Right. And then I have to, if I want to exit that instead of being able to like, uh, yet a freaking click, it, it's just annoying. It's an extra step. Yeah. Can I also say, speaking of updates, uh, there was a massive, um, UI update recently pushed out for Android devices. Mm-hmm. Um, this font that they changed the clock to is fucking ass. I don't know if you can see. Look at this ass. <laughs> Look at this ass font that they changed it to. Eh, I don't think it's that bad. Also, yes, I have Holo on my phone. Dude, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, right? you got spoilers on your phone. Get out of here. <laughs> I can't believe you'd spoil this 15 year old anime. Okay, actually, Natai, as, calm an anime, down. as an anime only, I actually don't know who that is in the back. Who is yeah. that other silver fox? You'll who have to that, find huh? out. For the new season coming out, right? Uh, well, it's a reboot. But they're doing a full adaptation is what they said. Allegedly, it's going to be a full adaptation, yeah, which I'm super excited for. It's um, pretty good. Uh, but also... How to uh, show uh, waifus again. Yes, yes, I will always show waifus. Look, look, look here. Always show off my wife. <laughs> Smug fox. Smug. Um, Even though she's a wolf, she is. Um, but on the on the flip side of corporations making stupid decisions, I want to talk about a corporation making a very funny decision. Um, <laughs> okay, Liquid Death is a drink you can buy in stores, um, and despite it looking like it's got alcohol in it, it does not. Um, it's really good. If you ever get a chance to try it, I like it. Um, but one thing they've started doing um, somewhat recently, I think over the last year and a half or so, um, is they started doing like iced tea drinks as well. Yep. And so they have a, their version of an Arnold Palmer, which is, uh, you know, um, lemonade and sweet tea mixed together. Right. And uh, that's what everyone, everyone just calls that an Arnold Palmer because the golfer, golfer Arnold Palmer came up with this idea and it kind of just stuck. Half lemonade, um, half iced tea. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so they decided to call their version of an Arnold Palmer the Armless Palmer, which is a great name. All their drinks have fantastic names, by the way. Um, and the estate of Arnold Palmer got in touch with them and said, do you mind not doing that or we will take a lot of your money? <laughs> and so in response, they're like, okay. We'll change it. And then they came out with this press release, which is the most passive-aggressive press release thing I've ever seen in my life. And they decided to rename their Arnold Palmer, or Armless Palmer, to Dead Billionaire. (laughs) Which is great. I love it. I I hope one day I can attain that level of pettiness. Well, trust me. You're almost there. Okay. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad I'm making progress. No, so... When I first saw Liquid Death, my coworker was drinking it. And when I saw it, I was like, are you drinking a beer? And she's like, what? No, it's just Liquid Death. I'm like, are you sure that's not an IPA? Because where I live, 
there are like a billion microbreweries. Mm -hmm. Okay. So with an edgy name like Liquid Death and with their logo of like that screaming skull with like the water effects. Yeah. It looks like a fucking IPA. Okay. <laughs> if you didn't know better, you would think there's there's beer or some form of alcohol in that can. Yeah, like Looking at the design and like the name, like look, look, like right, like look at that. Look at Voodoo Ranger, right? Oh, like it's that not design. Focusing. The... It's not... There it go. There it oh, goes. Oh, oh. Okay, you can barely see it, but look at the design, right, of the Voodoo Ranger stuff. This is an IPA, right? Yeah. So Liquid Death has like a very similar, like name, hashtag not sponsored. Naming... Hashtag not sponsored. I love Voodoo Ranger. Please sponsor me. But I, I, I it looks like a beer or an IPA mm -hmm. because there's. Dude, there's like a billion fucking duck fart um IPA. That, that, that I'm pretty sure that's an IPA somewhere here. Duck fart I, three thousand. Let's go. I swear, like duck fart Tronics five thousand or something is probably an IPA. All right, because <laughs> <laughs> IPAs are weird. They gotta have edgy freaking stupid names, and I, I don't know. But I'm waiting for the Fupa Lover IPA. <laughs> there's probably is one. But you know, seeing Liquid Death, uh, I had to try it because. When I see weird things like weird chips or weird drinks, I have to try it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I saw Liquid Death and I was like, all right, I got to try it. So I bought them. I, I had a, a white one, a black one and a green one. I think the green one is like the lime one. I think the white one's like the normal one. And then like the black one is the carbonated one, I believe. Yes, I think that's how that works. Yeah. Or something. I don't remember. But I've only ever had the white one. I've had three of them so far. Uh, I like them. I, I like that. They're just they're just water water <laughs> sparkling water it's just water in a can <laughs> tastes better than dasani bro i mean that's that's a low bar man <laughs> which is a shame because coca-cola makes dasani and coca-cola products are amazing again hashtag not sponsored coca-cola please sponsor me <laughs> uh yeah I, I wanted to bring that up just because i felt like it's it's the most petty thing ever but i love it <laughs> I, I mean it makes sense though. Like again, it's funny. It's doubles funny advocate here. If someone was using your the likeness of someone from your estate, right? It's famous. Yeah. To profit off of, it's like all right. Well, if you're gonna profit off of us using our likeness or someone of from my fam my family or my estate's likeness, you better pay a licensing fee. Yeah. And if you don't, then you can fuck right off. Also, Classy Lucy's can fuck right off saying Aquafina is great. <laughs> Sir, we are a Coca-Cola family. We are <laughs> Pepsi can fuck right off. <laughs> um, I will Unless say... Unless you want to sponsor me, Pepsi, for you to like <laughs> then, then we can talk. Show but until the then... <laughs> um, so, uh, this is not the first time that the estate of Arnold Palmer has done something like this. Um, mm. So, I think currently the only drink company out there that actually has the license to like put Arnold Palmer's name and face and stuff Arizona. on their drinks is Arizona. Yeah. Um, because they kind of pay the, the estate a licensing fee to do that. Um, the estate, as I have uh, learned recently, uh, has a history of being very litigious when it comes to uh, restaurants and bars serving Arnold Palmer's. Um, there was a, a time not too long ago. I want to say it was like maybe about 10 years ago where they actually tried to sue a bar that was making an Arnold Palmer and selling it in and calling uh, it know, an Arnold Palmer and calling it an Arnold Palmer, which right. is what everyone calls that drink. Um, yeah. I think, it, I think that actually ended up going to court and the court said that you can't, uh, 
they did side with the the family of Arnold Palmer, but they said that you can't own a copyright to a mixed drink unless there's a specific formula behind it. So basically what they're saying is for like yeah. mixed alcoholic drinks, even if it's named after someone, you may be able to copyright the name, but you can't copyright the actual drink. Right. That makes sense because it's like, well, like if you want to make a, a, a Shirley Temple, like sure, yeah. we know it's a Shirley Temple, but the estate of Shirley Temple would not be able to be like, oh, well, any alcoholic drink made like a Shirley, or actually Shirley Temple is a non-alcoholic drink. The but, dirty Shirley is the, the vodka one. Yeah. But basically, anyone who wants, uh, was it Sprite and Grenadine or whatever the hell it is, or cherries? I don't remember what it is. Yeah. What is a Shirley Temple? A Shirley Temple is either Sprite or something, a lemon lime soda plus Grenadine and cherries. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it makes sense because you can make that, like, it's not a specific formula. Like, you, there's no IP rights to this. Yeah. That's like the same saying, thing with, like, a, a drink like the Tom Collins. I don't know what that is. It's a gin drink. No? But, yeah, like. That's like licensing a Jack and a Coke, right? Yeah, Jack, Jack and Coke, and Coke yeah. is just whiskey and Coke. Like, yeah. You can't license that. That's just like, whiskey Everyone and Coke. calls it a Jack and Coke no matter what whiskey you put in it. It's it's yeah. whiskey and Coke. Everyone just says Jack and Coke. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And Jack, Jack Daniels is a drink that's named after an actual person. I did not know that. Yeah, there was an actual Jack Daniels. <laughs> I just know that Jack Daniels is what I drank when I couldn't afford uh, Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> now i'm on um, that xovsop son or or bacardi that's named after the family that originally created the distillery no but yeah yeah it, it doesn't make sense that again yes you can license the name arnold palmer but you can't fucking license the drink yeah just we'll just call it a half and half Wait, that's a license well, name too. We yeah, call a, it a lot of places. If, if you see this drink on a menu somewhere, most places won't call it an Arnold Palmer. They'll call it like a, a, a iced tea and lemonade or a lemon yeah. tea or something like that. It makes sense. Anyway, I, it's, it's not the first time the the state of Arnold Palmer has been very litigious. <laughs> yeah, that's. Again, I get it, but that's so shitty. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I wonder it's, if they like shitty. the new name. It, it would be one thing to send a cease and desist. It, it's another to just be like, oh, we're going to take you to court. Because yeah. taking someone to court is a long and expensive process. It's it's really a giant fuck you to people who don't have money. Yeah. And that's exactly what the people who make Liquid Death said in their press release. They're like, we could fight this, but we don't want to fight a, a meaningless battle against a corporate entity that has way more money than we do. Yeah. Like Liquid Death's entire thing is like, hey, we're putting water in cans because that's better than putting them in plastic, plastic bottles. Yeah, yeah, that's like their entire shtick. I'm like, I can get behind that. I understand that. Aluminum is like 100% recyclable. Plastic isn't. Anyway, that's what I wanted to bring up. Let's talk about noodles. All right, we need to talk about noodles. Specifically, Japanese noodles and my tier list. <laughs> oh, here, here we go. Get ready to to hate John. I this is everyone's gonna hate me for this. They're like, oh, you don't you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and I I don't care. I I have a tier list for Japanese noodles, and it goes. Can I just udon? say before you, before you give this list in its entirety, you have instant ramen on here. When you say instant ramen, does that include like cup ramen? Yes, that means okay. <laughs> all right. I, I have a hot take of all hot takes to, to give. Okay. 
my tier list of Japanese noodles is udon noodles because i love udon that shit's good on any type of day like a cold day hot day don't matter i love udon like give me a, a fucking um oh my god what the fuck is it called <laughs> it's gonna call it a katsudon no uh oh my god a shrimp tempura there we go cheese yeah there you go give me a shrimp tempura udon any time of the day however okay. give me the sh- outside of the udon you bastards like don't i don't like restaurants that serve the shrimp inside of the udon because it's like no i want the crunchiness i want to be like slurp noodle eat crunch like that's the technique. but anyway whatever drink broth <laughs> yeah there's a certain method to how i want to eat my shrimp tempura udon but i think udon is the best noodle all right it's soft it's flavorful and it's simple right yes my second favorite style of noodle is sikmen which is just like a very condensed uh ramen broth and the noodles are the same but it's like a very thick sauce and you dip it. Um, I, I like to take it and I just like to put it inside of my sickman instead of dipping <laughs> to make it just like a super thick, viscous sauce. It's really good. It's like oh, my mouth's watering. I want some sickman right now. <laughs> I'm hungry, bro. I woke up. I haven't eaten yet. I've been trying to eat chips. But after sickman, I like instant noodles. At the very bottom of my list is actual ramen. I don't. Here comes know the why. part where everyone's. That's the part everyone I, hates. I, 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 please pitchforks down all right allow me to explain i don't like actual ramen like i have had legitimate ramen not in japan yet so maybe i'll change my mind if i have oh legitimate ramen but in my state where i live i have had every single ramen that is considered the best and all of them pale in comparison to sikkimen or udon can i just say Udon's probably my favorite Japanese noodle too. I love udon. See, but everyone, I, also, I like the broad, flat noodles. Like even I, when it comes to like Italian pasta, I love fettuccine. So I I understand that is fettuccine the yeah yeah, yeah. fettuccine is the the wide that's, noodles. Yeah, that's, you're right. Oh, whoa, that's the wide noodle. I almost broke my mic. You better calm down there. Got too excited about noodles, man. So I understand that. Everyone who's like, oh, you only like udon because you haven't had really good ramen. I'm like, okay, bro. I, I, you know, I, I'm going to go to Japan. I'm going to go to the best goddamn ramen restaurant there. And then I'm going to tell you the exact same thing I just said. That instant ramen still tastes better than actual ramen. Is it weird that if, if I ever get a chance to actually go to Japan? Because I know these things exist. I want to try these restaurants that, that are in Japan where they do their own take on American food. I mean, I kind of want to try it too because I'm like, <laughs> Japanese food is very. It follows a pattern of of uh, flavors. Yeah. Uh, having such a diverse palate as myself, like I, I eat a bunch of different types of food. Oh, okay, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Okay, settle down. <laughs> no, I just like trying different foods from different cultures because yeah, I, I think there's plenty of good food out there. It's it's one of the, like one of the the great things of life is to be able to taste food. <laughs> he's not wrong he's not wrong everyone again you don't get this big without liking to eat right (laughs) so it's not a lot that's a line from uh uh or gillette what the fuck was that the fat comedian's name ramen is good but i eat it once a month i don't eat ramen very often because like i said i'd rather get sukumen or udon and sukumen is not ramen like it's the same noodles, but the broth is completely different. I what I don't like is the ramen broth. Every broth I've tried is just kind of like mediocre in my opinion. 
like a tonkatsu broth or a shoyu broth. It doesn't matter, right? Like, uh, I even I would say there are some tantan men I've had that's probably slightly better than um instant noodles, some instant noodles, but like I'd say eight out of ten times, no, four out of five, I'd prefer an instant noodle ramen over like an actual ramen bowl. John Panette is John Panette is the name of the comedian I was trying to think of. He had a, a line where he said, "You don't get as big as me by trying to eat healthy. You get <laughs> you get as big as me by trying to eat good." <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'm sure because I, you know, I said Kura, this exact same Kura thing has, to Kura has udon that's really good. That Kitsune udon, I love it. Oh, bro, Kura udon is like mid. <laughs> I just so, I was just I at like Kura yesterday. <laughs> I like it a lot, but. I just feel like I have a friend who who went to Japan and he said the same thing. He was like, "Bro, you haven't had real ramen until you gone to Japan and had actual ramen. Like, you'll change your mind. All the places here they suck." And I'm like, "Okay, I I believe that. I believe that I would not get an authentic Japanese ramen in the United States of America. Shocking! Like, I, it's just shocking that a lot of Japanese people don't come here to open up ramen shops." So, uh, yeah, sure. So I would love to go to Japan and try some actual ramen, but I feel like I'm going to have the exact same opinion, so I don't really care. <laughs> but that, that that is my hot take of the day. I will say, in terms of the, the cup ramen, I like it because it's so convenient. <laughs> I think that cup ramen, like, first and foremost, there's, like, a billion fucking flavors of cup ramen, like instant yes. ramen, right? Like They even um, have sweet ramen, which is crazy. Yeah, like Hokkaido cream milk. Because I, I go to a, a Japanese grocery store, Iwajimaya, um, a lot. Mm-hmm. So I get to see, like, oh, here are all the things that Japan sells in their grocery store. So I get to try them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, they have a bunch of different flavors of, of ramen. Like, there's so many there. Or you yeah. could also go to, like, Yamibai. Uh, again, not sponsored, but Yamibai is a website I used to use to buy a bunch of uh, snacks from Asia. Like, if you wanted uh, instant bibimbap. <laughs> bibimbap in a bag. Costs like $7, but it's it's cool. Man, just making me think of, I want fucking noodles now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, man, I'm about to order some sukumen. <laughs> yeah, I have curry. I have Japanese curry to eat. All but, right. Did you have more to add about my ramen? No, I was. if you have something, I was going to move on to something else. We can move on. Okay. The last thing I wanted to talk about, because it is December, and I wanted to ask you, what is the best Christmas movie, John? And why is it Die Hard? <laughs> it's not Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas But movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. We here at Anime Club After Dark support Die Hard being a Christmas movie. I'm trying to <laughs> jingle all the way with Arnold. I love, oh my God, I love <laughs> that movie so much. I fucking love Jingle All the Way. <laughs> and it was made at the perfect time, too. It was when Arnold was, like, at his peak popularity in, like, the, was it mid to late 90s? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But I'm also a really giant fan of Nightmare Before Christmas. I think Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie. Anyone who thinks otherwise can fuck right off. I think it's both a Christmas and a Halloween movie. It's both. A Christmas Story is your favorite? Okay. Okay, that's a classic. I mean, I like Christmas Story. Um, oh, another one I really like is um, um, It's a Wonderful Life. That's a great Christmas movie, too. 
that's the one where the guy wishes he wasn't alive so he gets to see what his life was like without him mm-hmm. right yeah okay. he gets to see what what the world would be like without him in it and then he realizes wow i actually have a lot more love in my life than i thought i did yeah yeah I don't batman think returns come on man is that a christmas movie does it take place during christmas i don't know I don't know. I know the, the wild thing that I heard recently, because, you know, around this time every year, everyone's got their polls up and everything for you. Know, what's the best Christmas movie of all time? And I was surprised, shocked, in fact, to find that there was a poll out there that listed Star Trek Generations as a Christmas movie. OK, listen here. Just because it has one scene that takes place at Christmas. <laughs> and it's a fucking flashback. I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know where you're seeing these polls. I, I I'm not on the internet long enough to understand that. I, I get mean, on the internet. Been a shit to... post. I don't know. Listen, I watch YouTube videos and then I play video games. Then I code games. That's all I do now. That's my life. It takes place during the the days leading up to Christmas. Okay. Okay. I mean, but I guess I'm trying to think of other Christmas movies. Gremlins is a good Christmas movie. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's not a good Christmas movie. It's a good movie, but it happens that it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, I think it's yeah. I I just think of classical um Christmas movies like Elf. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think Elf is that great of a movie. Like it's funny, like haha, Will Ferrell, right? Yeah. But I I think that people like Elf way more than they should. Mm. All the Harry Potter movies is a Christmas movie. Was that Didn't you that said that out? in the fucking server, Classy? I remember oh, someone said that, and I, and I, I was like, "Are they?" Does I'm like, it does have Christmas scenes in every single movie. So I mean, Did, yes, is, Christmas does all... take place in the movie, but isn't every year at Harry Potter or in the Harry Potter books? Isn't every book slash every movie a year in the life of Harry Potter? So wouldn't Christmas always happen in each movie? Like that's a, that's kind of cheating, right? You call it a Fourth of July movie. You could call it a fucking Queen's birthday movie. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Um, didn't all the movies also release like around Thanksgiving slash Christmas time? I think. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I went on to, I, I typed in best Christmas movie on Google. And of course, one of the very first things it lists is uh, Rotten Tomatoes counting down the 100 best Christmas movies, Christmas movies of all time. The first like four on this list I've never even seen. Oh, we talked about this. Um, in the last episode, didn't we? Where we we looked we, it up or something? We, well, we talked about like uh, like Christmas horror movies and how there's very very few of them. Yes, because it's just a weird combo. It doesn't really work very well. Yeah, the first one on this list I've actually seen is number five, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, which is a good movie. I don't know if I've seen. That's the one where he goes to New York, right? It takes place in New York. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've seen it, but I, I saw the Rick and Morty episode where they make fun of the guy. There's a miracle on. Oh, look at all these streets. It's the first street and second street. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we're at 34th Street. Oh, it's a miracle. I'm, like, I'm, I'm assuming this is a Christmas movie because it's like. <laughs> I like how there is an anime movie on this list at number 16, which I didn't even think about. But it is a really great Christmas movie. Tokyo Godfathers. Tokyo Godfathers. I knew it. <laughs> I was like, that, that takes place during Christmas. That's actually a really good Christmas movie. I feel like that's... See, I feel like for it to be a good Christmas movie, Hmm. it has to revolve around Christmas as the main subject, like Jingle Mm -hmm. All the Way. 
but it doesn't okay. have to focus on Christmas to be this a though. This oh, though, yeah, <laughs> the one where they have to save Christmas for Wookie or for uh Chewbacca's home planet. Yeah. He has a wife and kids. Or life something? day, life day, happy life day. Yes, yes. <laughs> you hate Tokyo. Your wife needs to be disciplined. My wife has bad taste, so it, I, you know, I didn't marry her for her taste. <laughs> oh, clearly, <laughs> it's okay to have wrong opinions. The, the, I'm looking through this list and like the God, the movies. Like, Edward Scissorhands is a Christmas movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen clips of it. I don't think I've actually watched Edward Scissorhands though. Gremlins is on this list. Yeah, of course it's a Christmas movie. Literally, Batman Returns movie. is on this list at number oh twenty-eight. My oh my God, we are proven wrong. Yeah, the Grinch movies are a Christmas movie, but yeah, my point is, just because it takes place during Christmas doesn't necessarily make it a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. or make it a good christmas movie but it is a christmas movie right like die yeah. hard is a yeah. christmas movie because it takes place on christmas eve does it make it a good christmas movie no because in my opinion it has to revolve around the actual holiday christmas it's the best die hard movie though <laughs> i mean i listen there was a die hard die hard six or something where he drives a motorcycle into a helicopter and blows it up and i'm like what happened here <laughs> <laughs> it's what like it's like when when uh fast and the furious became not about racing anymore yeah, they're shooting fucking rockets into space and they're driving cars in, on rockets and shit. Like, what? In space? Like, what's happening here? Um, I, I'm so glad that I tend to drop out of things before they get bastardized. <laughs> I also would like to point out that uh, a Christmas movie on here that's very highly regarded at number 56, um, A Charlie Brown Christmas, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. it says, Critics Consensus. This is a movie that came out in 1965. No consensus yet. <laughs> like, what? Do movie what? critics even exist? <laughs> That's also really good. All the, the Peanuts holiday specials are usually really good. That makes so much sense. Oh, my. So I went to Curry yesterday, right? And mm-hmm. they're doing a Curry slash X Peanuts um, yeah. collab. And I did not understand why. I was like, why the peanuts for Christmas? I don't get it. But it's because of Charlie Brown. Oh, that makes so much sense. Do you know something that, I, that I'm super bitter about? And I can't remember where it is now, but they used to on TV here in the US all the time. Uh, usually it was like two weeks before Christmas. They would show the Charlie Brown Christmas special, the old one from 1965. Right. Um, they use like without fail. And I, I don't know who has it now. But it's some some streaming service got the rights to it and they can't show it on TV anymore. And I fucking hate that. That's garbage. What? I know. It's stuck behind a paywall. And I think it's one of those smaller streaming services that nobody uses. Actually, I think it may be Apple TV. I think Apple bought the rights to it. That's garbage, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. It's, a, it's a, supposed to be like a, a like a Christmas tradition here in the United States. And they took that away from us. Yeah, that's like, imagine Christmas rolls around and I don't get to watch Rudolph the Claymation. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <sighs> anyway, that's I, I just wanted to ask what your favorite Christmas movie was, since it is the time of year for that. And I don't think we've ever really talked about that. <laughs> Jingle all the way, dude. It's so funny. I it's, love watching it. <laughs> it's funny because that movie, like, none of those jokes have really aged. Even no, it's it just funny to watch Arnold act, dude. I don't know. I, yes. I just love watching Arnold act. I will say there's one joke that has aged, and it's when he's on the payphone because no one understands what payphones are anymore. I don't think it's age. I just think 
I put like the cookie watching, down. <laughs> I just like watching Arnold Schwarzenegger act like in kindergarten cop and stuff. Like it's just it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I just love watching this man act. Uh, in every every movie he's ever been in, whether it's Terminator or Kindergarten Cop or whatever, he just always seems happy to be there. Yeah. Like, like watching I was watching behind the scenes stuff for um Predator when he's shooting Predator. Mm. And he's the reason that I I forgot who it was, but he got someone hooked on smoking cigars because basically he, every time they took a break from shooting, he'd be smoking a cigar, smoking mm. a stogie. Stogie. He loves stogies. Oh, yeah. Dude loves it. Terrible, yeah. terrible for your body, but he loved it. Yeah. Ironic coming from a bodybuilder. Well, his body's all jacked up and stuff, but you know what? He he had to lead a very successful and fulfilling life, so good for him, yeah. you know? We're not here for, we're here only for a short time, so may as well have a good time. But speaking about things that are good for your body, John. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about this. It just makes me feel old. <laughs> like, so, recently, I've been trying to go back into the gym, get into shape, you know, before the gym start getting fucking packed full of the New Year resolutioners and stuff. But one thing that I never focused on. We should do on, a fitness thing on on because like I think all of us could benefit from going to the gym. Natai's going, bro. Like I it's think old. it's just I think it's just you and Chinoda, to be honest. No, I mean I I go. I just don't go as frequently as I should. I mean, yeah, it would be cool to have a support system because that's what lifting's all about, bro. It's about lifting. <laughs> We lift with our legs to help lift our feels, bro. Yes, we lift we lift our bodies to lift our spirits. But uh, one thing that I never focused on was flexibility uh, and yoga. I've had plenty of people tell me like, oh, you should do yoga. Like flexibility is very important. I used to be very flexible when I was younger because I remember when I was growing up, uh, a lot of my PE programs made a stretch. We had did mm. a bunch of stretches all the time. And you and should stretch before lifting, by the way. Well, you should. yes and no. So there's you can overstretch. Yes, you can. You should at least stretch a little bit before you lift. Yes and no. It, it's very. So the problem with stretching before you lift is you can overstretch and that'll do more damage. And it's very hard to know how to do that to like if you don't properly stretch all the time. Like I feel like if you feel comfortable and flexible enough to, to lift, go ahead and lift. But if you feel like, oh, I've got a crick in my neck or something like that, like stretch first. Yes. Yeah. Make yourself comfortable before you lift. If you slept wrong on something, stretch first. Yeah. Like I, I think stretching before and after lifting is all dependent on how you feel. I don't know the science behind it, but I do know that it can be detrimental if you overstretch. Yeah. If you don't know but what you're doing, of course, it's going to be detrimental. I have been told to do yoga and I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. I don't want to do yoga stretching like, oh. I don't want to stretch. It's annoying, right? And I took it for granted, all right? I used to be a lot more flexible when I was younger. And now I'm not as flexible. And it hurts, bro. It hurts. Getting old <laughs> like, sucks. You know, I used to be able to touch my toes. Now I can barely touch my toes. Like, I'm like, oh. It takes a lot oh. more effort, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. And I'm like, oh, my God. So my advice to anyone... um, who is rapidly aging as fast as I am is to take up yoga, dude, stretch, learn to stretch. It's very important to learn to stretch and stay flexible mm. because you will feel 
a hundred times better if you stretch. Just a- ask him about how on. he takes his potassium. Shh, don't don't ask me about that. <laughs> Is it up the? We're blood? not didn't talk about that. Does what? he take it up the blood? No, she said how often I take my potassium. Oh, how often? I thought it said how you take it. Like, no, I, I get cramps a lot, so I have potassium supplements. Dude, I've as I've gotten older, something I, I found that happens, and I'm sure it's because I'm not getting enough potassium, is I'll wake up in the morning, and the second I try and move my legs, Charlie horse. Yeah, you need more potassium. Yeah. I take all. Oh, I have potassium supplements. Let me so. tell you something. Sometimes that Charlie horse doesn't hit until I put my foot on the floor and try and put my weight on it. And oh my God, I hit the floor with all the weight I have. Yeah, I'll get a, uh, if I don't have enough potassium, I'll get cramps in my legs while I sleep. And that mm. sucks. So that's why I have potassium now. <laughs> but yeah, my advice stretch, learn yoga. It's don't do like, I don't like hot yoga. I think that's dumb. But what is hot yoga? Is that like just yoga you go into a fucking sweat box of a room and you get stinky and smelly? Oh, it's like doing it in a sauna. Yes, it's gross. Okay, but the the idea is that while you're stretching, you're breathing in hot air, which makes you sweat. So you help helps you burn fat, lose weight. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Sure, bro. I mean, I'm sure it does make you lose or burn a few more calories for sure, but. You're increasing yeah, your body temperature. It. Yeah, yeah, you would. I mean, whatever. But I feel like a healthy diet and a um, normal exercise routine probably would help more than. Oh yeah, for sitting sure. in a sweaty hot box for sure. Like I like going and sitting in the sauna for a little bit, but I like after I work out to do that. Or if I'm hella cold good. from like the morning, I like to go into the sauna in the morning when I get to the gym. If I'm cold, mm-hmm. just warm up. Like oh, I'm freezing, so you don't cold start your day, but. Other than that, uh, yeah, no, I, I think <laughs> I have learned yoga is important. I have learned stretching is important. Flexibility, flexibility is, important. is good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't fucking stretch. You can't do things. And it's very important to, to stay limber. It's how you'll okay. be able to keep running around when you're 60. <laughs> stretching. Yeah. Also, this thing you wrote about driving here, I kind of agree, but I also kind of disagree. Okay. So as you know, I I have worked graveyard uh, the night shift for the last two and a half years now. Okay. I am accustomed to driving at night and I am accustomed to driving when there's no traffic. Recently, I've had to stay up past 6 a.m. is usually when I go to sleep because I get off of work at five and I get home and I go to sleep about six. Right. Mm-hmm. I've had to in the last two weeks stay up and do stuff in the morning because I had appointments and this and that. I absolutely hate driving in the morning. It's a hundred times worse than driving at any other time of the day. Is it because of the traffic? Not only is it because of the traffic, people do not give a fuck about traffic laws in the morning. (laughs) If they're in a fucking rush, they don't care. They'll go the wrong goddamn way. They'll cut in front of you. They don't give two fucks. Red lights are an afterthought. (laughs) Yeah, people, I, I almost got hit three times coming home from the dentist. And mm. the trip to the dentist was a 15 minute trip. I almost got hit three fucking times by people cutting in front of me and then, or two people cut in front of me to just, they needed to make their turn to get on the freeway. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And one person almost hit me because she was going the wrong fucking way in a parking lot. Yeah, that's, that's not good. 
yeah, no, it's terrible. And I'm like, Jesus, no reason why people die so much from freaking car accidents. Because people are dumb. Yeah, people, yeah, you're right, Class Ulysses. The traffic rules are broken in the morning for sure. Yeah, and this is like everyone's pissed off because they had they're woken up and they have to go to work and they have to do this and that. So everyone's already cranky. So no one's in the mood for anyone's bullshit, right? And you got those people like, that are doing it. like their makeup on the way to the office. And... Yeah, you got people shaving, fucking talking on their phone, like, oh, I'm gonna be late. Oh, I forgot this meeting. They're just people not giving a fuck, two fucks whatsoever. It, it, it's insane. Makes to me. you makes you think it's that insane. we really need those self driving cars. It makes me feel like we need a better transport system than damn cars. Yeah. So I kind of did. I, I agree with you a lot. A lot of the stuff with the traffic being so much worse in the morning for me, my least favorite time to drive is at night. I have astigmatism. So every single light I see, it looks like this giant fuzzy halo and it's really distracting. Yeah. I also have astigmatisms in my, Oh, I have astigmatism in this eye. The only eye I can see out of, <laughs> but I think that, yeah, my night vision when I'm driving is very poor. So hopefully there are no other cars on the road because whenever <laughs> lights come up, I get blinded. Yeah. But can we talk about traffic lights or rather car lights have gotten way brighter? Have you they noticed have. that? Yeah, like, they every, have. Every car manufacturer is just like, oh, we're just going to load up cars with like fucking with 10K a, a collapsed sun inside their hood. Yes. And it's fucking I can't see jack shit when those cars come up, especially when it rains. I can't see the other side of the road, and it's crazy. You know what? Around here, it's always the lifted trucks that got the brightest headlights. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm going to fucking store a 20K lumen flashlight in my car just to flash people when they flash their lights at me. Mm-hmm. Like, how's it feel, motherfucker? And I blind you, too. And the crazy thing is the people be like, it's not even the bright lights. And then you turn on the bright lights and you've blinded everyone in a 30 mile radius. <laughs> there was a car. I saw a truck that had one of those... um led like bars light Mm -hmm. bars on the back of their truck and they used it to flash people who were put on their high beams from behind i'm like that's so petty and i love it however (laughs) i feel like that should it's probably illegal because i you know you're driving and the car in front of you flashes bright lights behind you you can't see jack shit yeah like that's an accident waiting to happen I don't know how it is elsewhere, but here in Florida where I live, they will actually ticket you for having bright uh, lights that are too bright. Washington, you don't get ticketed for jack shit, man. Crime is just free right now. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm serious. Crime's free. They don't arrest nobody for nothing. I wonder why all the companies are leaving. <laughs> yeah, it's really gone downhill. Uh, but yeah, for for me, that's the only reason I, I really don't like driving at night. Number one, everything looks different at night, so you don't really know where you are <laughs> um, unless you know exactly where you're going. But the thing for me is just driving at night is it's so distracting because I got those lights. I got the giant fuzzy halos around them. I just feel like the the <laughs> I feel safer at night when I can't see <laughs> than driving with other people around me. I also that's, hate that's the big ass trucks with the size the size of a Sherman tank with the double wheels. Oh yeah, like the, the, the super duty, the the F three fifty super duties. Yeah, with the giant dualies on the back. And I'm from Texas. I'm from well, Texas. you're in the minority there. If you don't like uh, a big ass truck in Texas, yeah, it's just insane to me that no one really. Everyone's just so pissed off in the morning and they don't care like fuck it if i die i die like that's we ball today i'm like jesus man he dies he dies 
Yeah, but people are crazy on the road. I hate driving. I've as I've gotten older, I've started to resent driving more and more. I make my no, wife no. drive whenever I love I driving. I hate traffic. <laughs> I don't like driving anymore. I, I make my wife drive me. Like, like, honey, you want to go to the zoo? You're driving. <laughs> I'm not driving. And then I hate how she parks because she can't park for shit. So then I'm like, Jesus Christ, why can't you park? Do you know, do you know one of the most like anxiety inducing scenes I've ever seen in a TV show involves parking? <laughs> so do you remember the the uh, series finale of The Sopranos? Like in the very last scene, you see Tony's daughter trying to parallel park her car and it's mm. so anxiety inducing watching her do this because she can't do it i thought you're going to talk about the um was it kramer that was double parked and he had to park his car oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just, double parking but no sideways he's just like going back and forth back and forth <laughs> because he can't yeah. move hilarious i also like the 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 time where he double parks but to avoid a ticket he just double parks in different places every few minutes <laughs> Oh, kind of love Seinfeld so much. Yeah, it's a, parking can sometimes be very anxiety-inducing, especially if you're in a car as a passenger with someone who's really bad at it. You know, I used to be able to uh, parallel park really well without my backup camera. I've gotten so used to using my backup camera that I, I can barely parallel park anymore without right? it. It's We've gotten so, so spoiled by that backup camera. Oh my god! When I first got my car and had a backup camera, I was like, oh, "Who cares? I know how to park without that, right? It's it's fine." And now I'm just like, "How how do I reverse? I can't see. There's no screen. I'm like, I can't see anything." It's so oh, bad. apparently you hate your wife's speakers and music too. She likes playing Christmas music nonstop, just all year round. Just <laughs> all year round. It is the most wonderful time of the year. And she, you don't understand. Her music is like the lowest quality music she's you could possibly download. It's so bad. Oh, it's like like 56K it's just like, resolution. Yeah, it's just like it's scratchy audio. and echoey at the same time. Sounds like it got recorded underneath in the fucking um in a bathtub. And she's like, Yeah, that's that's good music right there. And I'm like, Jesus, yeah. I can't. You know, like, like oh god, Ugh. yeah, I can see that. <laughs> People are crazy, John. People are crazy. It would be crazy. I think that's about it, though. We've been going for about three hours. I think it's time to to end this. Listen, I've been trying to exit for the last thirty minutes, but you just keep talking to me. <laughs> okay, well, in that I've case, been wanting to, I'm hungry, and <laughs> I'm hungry too. I'm I'm ready to go eat. Uh, I do want to thank everyone for stopping by to to watch us tonight. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff down below if you like what you saw and uh, want to see more. It really does help us out. Also, don't forget to check down below where links to. Let me try that again. Check down below where you can find links to Anime Club After Dark on uh, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, all that good stuff. If you wanted to ask us some questions that can be featured here, that's also where you can do it on our Discord server. There is a channel just for you to ask questions for us to answer here. Um, there's also a link to our merch store where you can buy a nice little shirt like this. Uh, oh, is that new? Yes. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's the get out of here mike it's the shirt that i had made up for uh, natai and i's uh, monogatari spoiler cast series 
<laughs> and it's got a cool story bro on it. It's got Natai and I dressed as characters from the show with a bunch of Monogatari references around us. Is my Isekai trash one ready yet? No, uh, but it should be soon. I gotta get with I gotta get with Ida to uh, do the the font that you want, like the the curved font around the image. Mm. But yeah, that is something that's coming soon to our uh, I almost said Discord server to our merch store. We have an Isekai trash T shirt with John's uh, podcast character on it, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, probably have it in more than just a shirt, but it'll definitely be on a shirt too. Um, yeah, check that out if you want to help us out a lot too. Um, any purchases you make there go to uh, continue, us continue to do this and making it uh, even better. Um, all that said, though, uh, I have been your host, Alex, and we will see you next time. Say goodnight, John. Good night. Bye. <laughs> how how long could you do that? Oh, uh, yeah, I thought you were gonna just keep going until I no. did the thing. No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>